Hey everybody and uh, welcome back to another season of The Mainstream. I have not done this show in like, I think four years. Um, It's been a while. Um, I did it right, I think I was doing it right before I uh, moved to California. And then after that, I got so busy with a million other shows that this kind of went on the backside for a little bit. But I decided to bring it back because, you know what, why not? You know, this is another show where we can talk about movies. It's kind of like the Hollywood Boulevard podcast, except I think it's going to have somewhat of different themes. Um, this year right now is uh, I'm going to be doing two franchises and do uh, and then and talk about them. But um, the first franchise up is The Karate Kid. Uh, but before we get into all that, uh, I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I'm here with my special guest for this episode. Please welcome John Ward. How you doing, John? I would like for you to refer to me as John Tiger Ward because of what we're doing. I have to have a karate name. Why do you have to have a karate <laughs> name? Because we're doing the Karate Kid. I mean... And you know what makes me really excited about this one? So I watched it twice. So now it's been three times. I have took extensive notes and I am very excited to talk about Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. So let's get, let's get into the karate kid. I'm very excited about this. Um, Johnson. I'm gonna call you Johnson. A tiger. You know, no. All right. Tiger. Hey, tiger. No, that sounds like I'm talking to like a little good. <laughs> hey, tiger. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all in how you say it. But I'm very um, excited about this. I cannot. All wait right, to talk. Tiger. Um, I, Tam, we are talking about a different Karate Kid, the 1984 one. The cartoon? No, the 1984. That's the 1989 one. I did watch a little bit of that, but no. Oh, so we're talking about the original? The original 1984 Karate Kid, starring Ralph Macchio and what? You, you're not happy to talk about Pat Morita? Mr. Miyagi? I thought we were going we to talk about Jackie Chan. No. And and, and Jaden Smith, because, you know, I'm a huge Jaden Smith fan. So I'm sorry, dude. Well, I watched the wrong, I'm sorry I watched to disappoint the wrong everybody. Can, can we come was... back to this in two hours and I'll rewatch the other one? Sure. Let's go back. Okay. And pause. Now we're back. Hey, I'm. Hey, we're back. <clears throat> I just watched the. The Karate Kid with, uh, uh, you know, with uh, uh, Pat Morita and Ralph Macchio. And Ralph Macchio. Yes. And that uh, that I've seen literally a hundred times. And I say that because um, I worked at the movie theater in Northern California in uh, Marin County called the Tamil Pius. And the Tamil Pius Theater, which Cliff MacMillan, my buddy, was manager at. And I was an usher. And we played all the movies that were not going to make money. So we played all the Canon films. We played all the Empire Pictures films. Um, we played a little movie called A Nightmare on Elm Street that, you know, they didn't think was going to make any money. Okay, so these are the <laughs> movies that got sent because people thought they weren't going to make money. Yeah, and then we got The Karate, the Karate Kid. Kid. Because for a long time, if I'm correct, The Karate Kid was not a movie that, like, people thought was going to make just from that no. time. You know, yeah, and and so just like Nightmare on Elm Street, opening night, two people, you know, but then which like is also 1984, by the way. 
Huh? Uh, both of them are nineteen eighty four. They both came out the same year. Yes. Okay. So we probably got them like one after another. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's just like opening night was like two people. And then a few nights later, maybe it was three or four. And then the week after that, it was like 20. Then the week after that, it was like 100. Then a week so after that. So word of mouth really spread. To the point of it selling out. Nice. Uh, and the same thing happened with Nightmare on Elm Street. And um, I would have to stay inside the theater and watch the movie every single show uh, until the movie left. And and so I have probably literally have seen The Karate Kid like 100 times. Well, that's good. So. Um, I've probably seen it 100 times, but just because I watched it. I'm one of those kids that always, and I still do this to this day, but if I like something, I'll watch it over and over and over again. This and The Princess Bride and you know, tons of movies that I grew up with. You know, um, I'll just watch it over and over again. Yeah, it's well, today I watched it really detailed. So like video wise, I mean, I owned it on VHS and then um, so I've probably seen it more times. But recently, because of Cobra Kai, I've seen mm -hmm. it at least three times. And then, right. and then I'll show you because, I, you know, I love doing this is I bought this, this collection. Well, I also got this 4K where weirdly enough, I can't find the 4K. It's missing. Are you sure it came in the box? Oh, I know. I used to, I watched it before. I just don't know where it is right now exactly, but I'll find it. It's here. That sucks. It's here. Yeah, Sorry. eventually, kind of like the Rocky movies, which I think we should also talk about with this. Um, uh, this it, it, eventually, I guess, all of these might be 4K in like a box set because the Rocky ones are now in a 4K box set. But this has the Karate Kid Special Edition. Um, which has some documentaries and audio commentary and stuff. And then Karate Kid 2, Karate Kid 3, Part 3, uh, which I'm definitely going to talk about. And, well, later on a different thing. Um, and then uh, the next Karate Kid. So, oh. um, but it, they're, they're nice. I mean, it's a good collection for people to, to get. They're, you know, they're like that. So it's... And then... Um, because I'm a huge fan, just like you are. This is one of my favorite series. I also got all of the the Cobra Kai's too. Nice. Part season five just came out, but I haven't picked it up yet. I, I haven't bought them, and I should because I mean, you know, with Netflix, anything can go. You know, even their actual, you know, because this wasn't actually uh, Cobra Kai wasn't actually like their property to begin with. It became their property, but we'll yeah, get into all that when we do the Cobra Kai show. So yeah. the plan right now, as of right now, is to do uh, each month we'll do another. I'll do another Karate Kid movie. It'll be Karate Kid one, then Karate Kid two, then Karate Kid three, the next Karate Kid, and then I'm debating putting out the. Jaden Smith one or not? Doing See, I that. then I want to be on part three, and I want to be on the Jaden one. If if you if you decide on doing it, so, okay. And, I and then we're gonna and Cobra then we're gonna do the um, Cobra Kai show, and then uh, you know, which will kind of wrap everything up and into a nice little bow, and uh, and get ready for like the next one that comes out later this year, which we both have put out down as our anticipated, like least anticipated movies or whatever. But I just, I don't, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Um, I, I, uh, I don't understand when they did, when the creators did Cobra Kai, they said that if it was not within the Mr. Miyagi universe, it doesn't count. 
Right. And I guess, and, and, and I mentioned this to you, that I guess if, since Jackie Chan's character is not Mr. Miyagi and Jaden Smith's character is not Daniel, you know, they, I guess it could technically still be in the same universe, just in a yeah. different place. Because so I think they were trying to say that so people understood that, like, Jaden's not going to appear on the show. Um, Jackie Chan won't appear on the show, you know, and that could have also been a budget thing, you know, like they just can't afford you know, those guys. Though, then again, I think they can afford Jaden with uh, you know, the, you know, the dad being a producer. Jackie these days, I mean, the guy hasn't really had a hit movie in America in, in, in a very long time. And I just, I don't like the idea that the two worlds that coexist. I don't like, yeah. so when that trailer came out, that like teaser trailer where we're looking for the next karate kid. And I have a feeling this is not going to be, this is already set up that the that the next karate kid will be a girl, like a young girl, probably like a a young black girl. Well, I mean, they like can that. say karate kid it's, and it be boy or girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but in today's politics, well, I, what I'm I, saying I, is like, you know, so if they want to do a, if that's what they want to do, is they want to have it be a girl, you know. Um, but they kind of understand, like, the next Karate Kid didn't do very well. Like, that wasn't even though it has like an Oscar winning fucking actress in it. It it didn't do very well. Well, Oscar you know. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, Oscar afterwards. But still, she was she. You know. Even in that movie, she did a fucking great job. Nobody can ever say Hilary Swank I, I, didn't do I a good like job. The next Karate Kid. I, I really have no problem <laughs> with it because back then it seemed to make sense that okay, we've had three movies with Daniel. Let's let's bring in a girl. That made sense, but with today's politics, now it seems just like a diversity thing. Oh, let's just do a gender swap. Oh, let's just do, you, you know, it just, it doesn't seem natural that they'll probably force something. And I bet right. that there probably won't even be technically tryouts, you know, that, that it's already planned. And I I really hope that they mention Mr. Miyagi in this. Um, I bet I think they will. Smith will have a cameo. I, I wouldn't doubt that he might because of this. Well, he might if even have Jackie's going to be it, most likely Jaden will will have a cameo. Um, I think it's silly though because like so many people do not like that one. You know, so many people. So I don't know. Well, and right. there's the confusion with the name that it, it really should be the the you know the kung, kung fu, fu kid. kid and and the producers like oh well you know I wanted to keep the name for recognition and then of course the Smith family owns the Karate Kid you know, rights. They, and so that's why their names are always in the credits for Cobra Kai. Except for Jaden. So, Jaden never <laughs> produced it, I guess. So it's three members. It's like Jada and then like two of the brothers. I don't even think Will Smith is listed, but it's, it's like two. No, Will Smith is members. listed on is the listed? credits. So it's yeah. Jada, Will, and I think somebody else. And Jada Pinkett? I don't think I she's think on she, that. I don't think I, she is. I think, I think she's, I don't think it's Jada Pinkett Smith. I think it's just like Jada Smith. I could be I don't wrong. Know. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, it's it, it, we're we're getting off topic because we're talking about other karate kids that are not. Well, it it, it will lead. It, I think it will lead into this. Now, here's something I found interesting about this movie is, and I forgot until I watched the ending credits. DC is part of this. What do you mean? DC Comics have had a character named the Karate Kid. Okay. And Columbia had to buy the name the that, karate kid. Doesn't that sound like just like Ghostbusters, you know? Probably Columbia once again. And uh yeah, so at the end of the karate kid, 
it, it, it says like the the karate kid title or the karate kid is part of the DC. Nice. So, they, so I guess that they still have to acknowledge that it's a comic book from DC. So um, uh, Karate Kid. So we're doing those Karate Kid. And then after that, I'm actually doing Ghostbusters. One, two. Uh, I think we're going to I'm going to do the the 2016 one as well. And the afterlife. And if it's I think it'll be out by the time that uh, the new one, Frozen Empire, is out. So we'll probably do that as well. And well, that's how we'll end the or maybe talk about the, <laughs> the cartoons, too. So, hey, it's gonna... I, I, I would be up for 2016. I know you will. because You love bashing things <laughs> that you don't like. I don't know. It, I love see, pointing out their flaws. I know yeah, there's plenty of them. I mean, the thing is, if you're going to listen to a podcast about like the 2016 uh, Ghostbusters or the 2000, what was it, 10? Was that the Karate Kid? Um, 2010, that was right. Wow. I'm pretty good at dates, weirdly enough. Um, but what was that? Stop. Um, so uh, 2010. Karate Kid, the Jaden Jaden one. If you're going to be talking about that, you know a lot of people are going to talk about how usually how bad it is, you know, or whatever and stuff. So people that are listening to podcasts about them, it's just, you know, it's, it's a depressing film. It's so like like the scene with Mr. Miyagi in this one that the studio wanted to cut, which he got the nomination for, mm -hmm. which was him talking about his dead wife, you know, and Daniel. it was drunk or whatever the drunk scene, yeah, yeah, and and that is that when watching it this time, I'm like, oh, guaranteed that that's the scene that got him the the nomination. And then while I was watching the documentary, it's just the director is like, oh yeah, that's the scene that got him the nomination, right? And and of course. The studio, because studios have no idea what they're doing, wanted to cut it. Oh, it slows down the movie. No, it doesn't. It's the best scene in the film. You know, and and, and when you look at the, the remake, that scene with Jackie Chan is about how his wife, and I don't know if a little if if a baby was involved, but or like his wife being pregnant, but she does die in a car crash. And every year he rebuilds the car. So he has the car in his living room. And I guess he uh puts it all together and then, takes, and then it apart. takes it all apart. <clears throat> and it's like, this is just depressing. I get nothing from this at all. This is just, this is a bad idea and, too. Yeah, like, kind of is... pathetic. All right. All right. Well, else. Let's, let's, once again, trying to go back to the original movie. So let's start talking about the story of the film and, and, and everything. Um, it's Rocky. In a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, except the, he wins at the end, yeah. So, at that time, <laughs> they had just done, uh, I think Rocky one and two. I think he had already done two as well, where they won, you know, where Rocky, mm -hmm. R Rocky two, he wins, you know, yeah. Rocky one, he doesn't win, of course. That's with the director of, of Karate Kid, <laughs> yeah. And then, do you think that maybe the uh, Rocky too, because it was Sylvester Stallone directing it. Um, he said he and had to win it. and yeah, writing. So it. then he wins. Okay, so Rocky two, Rocky three was nineteen eighty two, Rocky four was nineteen eighty five. So they'd already <laughs> done Rocky one, two, and three, and uh, John G. Alvinson was the only director of uh, the first, the first one and the fifth one, but uh, he did not direct the. Um, 
he did not direct two or three. So two or three had already come out. And I guess John G. Alvinson was looking for something else to do. And they come across the script for the Karate Kid. It sounds very cheesy, sounds very whatever. And the story being that this young uh, high school kid who moved from, I mean, and we've seen this, we even seen it before this movie, this, this kind of story, like a fish out of water tale of, you know, a kid coming and, and moving to the new town and dealing with all, you know, dealing with everything that's not right in the town. Sometimes it's an adult that's not a kid, but in this situation, it was a high school kid who felt really um, sort of, you know, new people are kind of treating him bad. He meets a hot girl. She has an ex-boyfriend who is still obsessed with her, which I don't blame him. It's Elizabeth... By the way, did you know that this year was the year that I realized it was Elizabeth Shoe and not Elizabeth? I've always called her Elizabeth, but it's E L I S A B T H. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Eliz- I think everybody just calls her Elizabeth. I know. I didn't know that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I saw it in the thing. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you. Maybe people just still call her Elizabeth and nobody, like, you know, thinks two things of it. But like I looked at it and was like, it's Elizabeth. So is that like she probably you... got tired of people, you know, for correcting people. Because I mean yeah. if you look at it, I've brought this up before. It's not Stephen King. His name is Stephen King. Why? Because it's with an A, I think, at the end. And not S T E P, you know, H A N, right? H E N. So it's actually technically Steve it's Stephen King, but he just goes off of Stephen King. Yeah, I think Steven would be S-T-E-V-E-N, you know, but anyway, whatever. As I'm, yeah, maybe I, it's, mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a Steven, so I can't tell you which if that's how S-T-E-H, you know, but yeah, everybody's all uh, called him Stephen King. But anyway, um, so yeah, he's got a hot girl that he's interested in and then she's, she's she him. likes she's into him. Um uh, and they end up um sort of dating, but it causes a lot of trouble with the bullies, the bullies that were sort of, you know, I don't the know. boyfriend. There is that, that debate. There is that debate, but like you can't. I mean, I'm I've argued this a million times. You just can't. You can't win the debate because people are so like one sided. And Daniel's even Cobra Kai tries too. to show it a little bit, but I'm <laughs> like, he's still a dick. Like he treats, but Daniel's like- kind of a dick. Daniel's kind of this immature guy that, but like your 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 Johnny, who's this good looking blonde guy who sees this rich strange blonde guy, guy. By the way, rich blonde guy. Well, you have to and put that in there, he is rich. And oh, so this is going to be about the rich white man, isn't it? Is that rich we're white man this? versus the poor white man? Uh, the poor Italian man. Yeah. You know, as the as the director points out, he's from the cannoli part of the the country. Uh, um, so it's uh, I don't know. I'm kind of well to to mention something. So the writer of this, um, Mark Robert Kamen, Robert Mark Mark Robert, Robert Kamen. Kamen. No, I think is, it's Mark Robert Kamen. But I, I think Robert's wrong. first, isn't it? I... Robert Mark Kamen. Oh, it's Robert Mark Kamen. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is actually inspired from his life. That's why, because he's been into karate since I think he said he was like, um, like fourteen, something like that. That and and uh, 
that's been his whole life has been basic karate, which is why he's done movies like the power of one. He also did the transporter series, uh, uh, like one so he's into martial arts and, and yeah, you know. Taken. He wrote the Taken movies. Um, so a lot of action martial arts oriented type of stuff. Yeah, screenwriters generally have a style, you know, and they put like that style into whatever. And one of the, if you're a bit if you're a martial artist, I'm a martial artist. That that was something that I guess you didn't know about me. You know, I, did I not. never told you that before. But I, I I was a martial artist since I was seven. I took um karate. I got up to junior black belt. And it was all because of this movie, because my dad one day sat me down and was like, you're you don't like soccer. You don't like baseball or football. You're too small. What do you want to do for a sport? And I said, I'd like to do karate, you know, and he said, great. There's a uh, he, my dad plays racquetball and still to this day, my dad plays racquetball. Um, and uh, he uh um, he would do that down at the rec center and at the rec center, there was a karate class and I would go there and, uh, do my karate while my dad either played racquetball or did, uh, you know, weights and stuff, you know, did weights and everything. So yeah, it was okay, fun. It was cool. fun for me. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, it was, but the biggest problem was, you know, you had two days out of the week that you did it and those two days you couldn't hang out with your friends, you know, you had to go you know school then you had to go to karate then you got home you know what i mean so there was a lot of times i missed out on a few childhood things because i was doing a lot of my karate but it taught me a lot about self-defense and um and you had some information about karate that you learned uh yes i i did not know that it actually did originate in china and originally from china japan Moved to Japan sure. and uh, karate. <clears throat> I, I I had explained to you. Yeah, I was aware of that, but then I also was aware that uh, karate actually means um, empty-handed. You know, which obviously you know empty hand, and then uh, way is dough. You know, so there's usually karate dough. So empty-handed way, and that's we learned. That was like basically karate 101. When we were first starting out, they would tell us that to like let let new people know about the the heritage. And I studied Shorinru karate, uh, Shorinru Shorinkan. Then later, it just became Shorinru or Shorinkan. They split, you know. And uh, so I uh, I found that out later. Uh, it was years later um, after I'd already left karate that that it split. So. Um, uh, so now my old sensei just teaches, if he still teaches it, I'm sure he does. Uh, he, uh, in, in Virginia where I live, uh, there's the Shorinru karate, uh, stuff. So I, you know, and I had to start a, a back to white when I came back to, to try it again, you know, even though I was a junior black belt because there was all brand new stuff. Oh, back to white with the belt. Uh, the belt. <laughs> white <laughs> yeah. yeah no back to white belt like what? um which in uh okinawa just means no rope need to hold up pants well from what the writer has said is the only reason why there are belts is because of america right um, americans needed awards which tells you how stupid we are you, you know which we already are probably i think the dumbest country on the planet but 
it, it it's we have to have that competition. We have to have the colors. We have to have the rewards. You can't just do something to learn it and become better. You have to have the different colors. Well, as and- an, as an adult watching this again, I got really mad that Ralph Macchio, who I guess had studied karate in the Y, is what he mentioned in the yeah. movie when he was yelling at his mom. But he, uh, I don't know what belt he was before, you know, or whatever. But all of a sudden, now that he's in there, I guess he had to be a black belt in order brown, to compete. Brown or up. Yeah, brown or Yeah, black. brown or up. So they, I think they made him a black belt. And I'm like, he did not earn that. I'm no, because because Mr. Miyagi steals the belt from the guy that's signing them in. Yes, that's right. You he see steals that. it out of like his his duffel bag that he has there, you know, and hands it to to Elizabeth Shue, yeah. Allie, and then she goes and and yeah. you know puts it on him, yep. and um and it's it's funny because Rob Bach has like no idea a key. I think that's what it's called. He has a no gi? idea how to the gi? a gi. Yeah, that's that's the uniform. Is that right? But is that how you say it? G G I gi. Oh, gee. Okay. So he has no idea how to put it on. Yeah. You know, which the, the, the Cobra Kai guys make fun of him. Oh, is mommy not here to dress you? Oh, yeah, I love that part. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, he, he has like no idea of any of this stuff. None. I watched Jingle All the Way and they had a little karate thing in it. The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And the little kid who was the little kid Anakin in the Star Wars things, by the way, he's a little less annoying in Jingle All the Way, but still a little bit annoying. Um, but he uh, he's, you know, and Arnold Schwarzenegger pulls out his belt and he goes, uh, how do you put this on? And he starts putting it on and he puts it on weird. And then he goes, no, this is how you put it on. And he's just putting it on like he's Rambo or like or the Karate Kid. He has it like around his head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he starts going, oh, and I was like this dude i was like this is like the best like action dad you know you can ever have like auto Schwarzenegger should have done more movies where he was a parent like well commando i guess and a few other ones but like that I was just kindergarten cop with all the kids. kindergarten well he was a he was a fake teacher he was a you know whatever anyway yeah he was undercover type of thing but yeah he was, he was still with the kids and all yeah that. he did a great oh. job well except he, he yelled at them a lot <laughs> yes which is very funny um, it's, it's, I noticed two cameos in this that were, that were not cam- technically cameos yet. Right. So I didn't notice this until this time. So John Travolta's nephew, who was in Friday the 13th, part six, he's the guy driving the RV. The what guy RV? what you doing? Taking a shit. Remember that in part six where he's driving the RV and it flips and which, over. Which and... which which part six? Jason lives. Oh, Jason lives. Okay, yeah. I don't remember. That... Okay, so and he lives out here in Vegas, and and uh, he commented on a few posts of mine, and he said really weird shit. But I'm like, okay, dude. But <laughs> um, he's part of the friends on the beach at the beginning. Oh, cool. And there's a few shots of him like that's that's Travolta's nephew. Do you and remember then, his name? I don't know. But he doesn't have like a line or anything, so he's not credited in the movie, right? He might be on IMDb type credits, but I don't think like he's actually uncredited. The... Yeah. Yeah, because all the friends are talking at one point, like when Daniel gets hit and they're like, come on, guy, get up. Come on, come on. So they're all kind of talking. 
And then the next one is at the tournament, Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds is there. Oh, and nice. he's one of the first guys to get his ass kicked, and he's Cobra Kai. Sweet. Yeah. Um the other one I was thinking of is um the uh well, did you know that uh William Zapka's mother was in the audience? You know, uh, watching watching the fight and stuff. Yes, from the documentary, he mentions that, and I guess what it was is to fill the seats. Well, still fill the seats. Bring but... your friends and your family and their friends, so we could fill. So yeah, so there... and he kept getting booed like off when they were off. You know, like shooting right and everything. People are still booing at him, and his mother was trying. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Don't yell at him. <laughs> you know, he's not like this for real, you know, and because like that is a little like if you're really into your character, people are going to think you're really like that, you know, or people get death threats because of that. Actors will, will get death threats and they're like, you realize I'm just an actor, you know, that's yeah, not I'm a real person, acting, you know, yeah. why, that's... why are like if you kill off somebody, you, you know, you in a movie that you really like, they'll, they'll get death threats. Like, you know, you, you we're going to talk about that character. in another video. I think I feel like we're going to be talking about that later. <laughs> but possibly, uh, possibly. Um, yeah. yeah. So there, anyway, so many just good stuff with this. Yeah. Also, like uh, um, William Zapka. Is that how you say Zapka? Yeah. Zapka. He a lot of people don't know this, but a few movies he was hired because of Karate Kid to play the villain. Right. So Holly, uh, so was it um, back to school? He was in that. Okay. Then he's purposely was put into hot tub time machine. Cause ah. the guys who did hot tub time machine did Cobra Kai. Right. And they pers 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 not personally purposely hired him as the villain because of Karate Kid. I kind of liked that cameo because he played like this guy from the 80s who was like betting on whatever with the other guy. And, you know, like he was like kind of the jock bully guy, you know, um, from Hot Top Tommy. You've seen it, right? Oh, I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like the uh, like and I was like, is that William Zabka? I was like so happy when I didn't know he was didn't know. Yeah. And, and I watched and it. I was, was like, that's so funny. I was so happy. Like I didn't know the guy's name at all. I just knew him as Johnny from from uh, from uh, the Karate Kid. But I was so happy when he showed up on one of my favorite shows in the eighties, which was The Equalizer. And it's he played the Equalizer's son. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, that's the guy from Karate Kid. That's so awesome. So whenever I would see him pop up with something, I was always happy that he was working. That it so wasn't just you know a one time or two time thing. So I'm just a huge fan of his. I love him, and he's in Python 2, which is funny because right. Pat Morita is in Python 1. So it was like, hey, so or if no. they made a part yes, three, would that. there be another Karate Kid person in there? Maybe. Maybe Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so anyway, uh, you know, I, I really loved him, and uh, I was a big fan. I met him at Scared Side Care, right? And he's just really nice guy. And I said, I got a podcast. Would I be able to interview you? And he said, he doesn't do interviews uh, anymore, at least not at, po at at horror conventions. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, yeah, there's too many people like to just make me out to actually be a bad guy on pod podcasts. And he just doesn't doesn't trust them anymore. And I said, that's a shame for the people who just 
are actual and... fans and don't want to yeah. like fuck with them or anything. Um, he did uh, get a picture with. I did take a picture with him, and I got a picture with Martin Cove, not together, but. Uh, and so you you really... drew like devil horns on him and a pitchfork, and you're like, well, no. he is a bad guy. No, no, no. <laughs> Those guys are so nice. Uh, Martin Cove. Um, I'm actually Facebook friends with his uh, son Jesse. And so I mentioned that to him that I knew Jesse. We talked. We talked about working together at some point or something. You know, this was before Jesse was on Cobra Kai and kind of got a little bit bigger name for himself. He was uh he was one of the he was like a guy who bullied somebody or bullied the young uh, uh Martin Cove, uh, young Crease, you know, and everything. And so he kind of oh, okay. got his name blown up and everything. Good for him. Um, and so I told I told and this was. I think pre Cobra Kai, right? When I met them, like this was before Cobra Kai came out and everything. And I was just talking to him about, you know, whatever. And he was like, um, and I said, could I get a picture with you? And he was like, you know, my son, come on, let's get one. Nice. So he was really fucking cool. I liked him. He was, he said he talked to his son, told him, uh, he met me and everything. And, you know, like, yeah, you know, like he's just a really down to earth, nice dude. So it's always funny because when you see a guy like Crease and um, like more, you know, well, the Crease character, you know, in these movies, that scene, that scene where they go into the Cobra Kai thing and he confronts, uh, you know, Mr. Miyagi. By the way, if you want to make a cool uh, action hero, make him short. I've learned that. Every a cool action hero is short, or Tom Cruise, who is actually short uh, in real life. He's shorter than um, me, and I'm five eight. Yeah, so he, uh, you know, so basically, um, you know, like Mr. Miyagi, short. Everybody's taller than him, but he still has this presence about him where he's not going to back down, you know, and he's not he's not scared of this dude who's looming over him. Uh, the other examples are, of course, you know, like Yoda. You know, Yoda's tiny, yet he he can still hold his own and and fight his battles, and it's pretty fucking limber. So you want to make action heroes a uh, Bruce Lee, all Bruce Lee stuff. Like you look at him versus Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like the you know that's kind of the biggest exaggeration of it, you know. But uh, he you know those guys never you know never back down. And everything. Well, that's, so. Yeah, you see that a lot of movies where the, you know, the, the our hero will kick the ass of everybody that's around his height. And then the last guy to come in is like seven foot tall. And they <laughs> and still like, kick oh, the ass. Fuck. They have to, yeah, they still yeah. have to kick the ass and stuff. And they do a good job. So I, I really, Chuck Norris isn't very tall, I don't think. I don't imagine, but he could be. But I don't, I thought he was, he always looks kind of short, you know? Yeah, um, there are just some of these actors to kind of go back to you meeting like Martin Cove and stuff that I've always I've always liked when I see them working. And and Martin Cove is another one where it's just like, oh, it's the guy from Cobra. I mean, it's the guy from Karate Kid at that time. And, and I'm like, oh, it's so cool that he's working. And he did all of those. I think one was called like Steel Justice, like a direct mm -hmm. to VHS movie. And uh, but we would always watch him because it's the guy from you know it's Crease. We gotta watch it. He signed his Rambo two, I guess it was. I think he was in Rambo two picture at the end. Um, I I was actually when I asked him, could you you know could I get a picture, you know could I get a picture? Um, he actually thought I meant him signing one, so he just oh. grabbed one off and just signed it, and I was like, 
No, no, I meant like a picture with you. <laughs> but I'll take it. Thank you. Oh, he gave it to me like for free. <laughs> I like, hope he you still very, have it. You know, I do. It's in my. I've got a whole thing of like uh of, of signed pictures and stuff. Oh, that will Um, you know, I got to meet Michael Rooker, and I mean, horror conventions are great because they have a lot of these people who've been in a couple <clears throat> horror films, but a lot of people just been in movies. You know, period. Um, oh, I, I'm at that age, and, and sadly, all of my stuff, like like my Mila Holovich autograph on her poster for her album and her signing her CD are all gone. I mean, I sold all this shit, and now I kick myself. But way back in the day, I mean, I'm 56. They, they had in Burbank in, um, when I lived in uh, Pasadena. Um, they had uh, actually probably before that I was still living in Marin, but whatever. The uh, They had a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it was for one and two. So it's whoever was still around from part one. They, they were all in one area. And I think it was like 10 bucks to get in and everything was free. You, you that would go was back in the day when everything was fucking free. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And from time to time, it would be like, you know, hey, you know, give me like five bucks and I'll sign a picture. Or it would be like you could negotiate. Right. Like with Monique Gabriel, I negotiated with her at one of these where I wanted her to sign my Not of This Earth poster. And she goes, Oh, it's a Jim Minorsky film. And I'm just, and I go, Yeah, but you're still in it. And she goes, Buy one of my pictures. And I'm like, You sign my poster. I'll buy your picture and you sign it. She's like, Deal. <laughs> so it was like maybe, what's it get? Like 10 bucks, something like that. Those were back in the days when conventions were friggin' awesome. And you yep. could stand there all day and talk to people and, uh, but that's not a not what it is today. Now, my only time that I've ever and I didn't meet him, but I, I saw him perform live would be Mount Ralph Macchio. Um, I purposely went to see the show with him, which was how to succeed in business without really trying. Right. The musical. And musical. he does. Yeah. And he mentions in the documentary on Karate Kid that he is a dancer. That's what he started off as, which is why he could do a lot of this. The. uh Cool you stuff, know, yeah. Cool. All that, yeah. All the uh, karate stuff is because he's limber and his arms and legs are longer, so it worked well with dancing. So seeing him how to succeed is, I was like, you know, in the audience, just my God, this is the Karate Kid, and and even in my uh, Meat Hook Massacre four, uh, uh, Mikey, who's in that, and he's supposed to be having a dream as the camera's flowing by. As the camera moves by, he purposely goes Ralph Macchio. Because he's supposed to be having like a drunken dream. And he just says it. And I said, why did you say Ralph Macchio? And he goes, because I know you're a fan. <laughs> so I purposely said Ralph Macchio as the camera went by. <laughs> That's funny. So th those um, are my my only things with with anybody from the cast and crew. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, those I uh, the funny thing about William Sapka is um, he couldn't do free photos. His manager was watching. Sorry, William, I'm I'm. Getting you in trouble here if you're listening. Uh, but he he did tell me that if he saw me around, uh, you know, just walking around, get a picture with him, and I did. He came nice. to my table. He came to my sick flick productions table, like, and he was just going up there. And I go, hey, can I get a picture with you? He's like, uh, <laughs> all right, come on over here. And he took the picture, and it was cool, you know. And because to me, look, I I love Ralph Macchio. Uh, this movie and my cousin Vinny are like two movies that are like top 
you know, up there with, with some of my favorite films, you know, and everything. So Karate Kid, especially if you, uh, you can't see because I got this thing behind me, but in the back, I have the Karate Kid poster up here because it's one of my favorite films. And I want to have a collection of all my favorite films on posters, you know, or whatever. Makes sense. And yeah. So Karate Kid is, is up there, uh, um, as one of my top ones. It's once again, it's the one that got me into karate and it's just the one that I absolutely you know, fell in love with. And, um, as a kid, uh, and I became a karate kid, you know, um, I didn't, you, you were joking on me and calling me moody, the moody kid. Um, but I didn't, uh, I never, uh, you know, I, I remember once the only your, time your I name goes along with stuff. Well, moody in the morning, the moody right. kid. <laughs> um, so I was actually when I was in middle school and I actually was like, I think I was by then like a blue belt or something, which, you know, um, now that you're saying like, oh, we need all these awards, man, it makes me feel weird, you know, because I grew up, that's how I grew <laughs> up, man. Like, just we, we were, we had tests, you know, we had to, um, we had to show that we knew all the, you know, stuff that gets us to the next belt and then we would do it. And, so I would get up to like blue belt or whatever in middle school. And um, so I had knowledge of karate and I had bullies, you know, um, I had this one kid, Johnny Chapman. I'll say his full name. I don't give a crap. You, you he, never forget your bullies. And he uh, he came up to me and <coughs> would just pick on me for no reason, except he just didn't like me for whatever. And so he you know, shoved me up against a wall one day and all these kids surrounded me and he wanted me to fight him. And I was this close to doing it, but I was afraid I'd get in trouble because, uh, you know, technically, if you know karate, your hands are are a lethal weapon, you know, or an actual weapon, you know, for school and stuff. And if that got out, I could be suspended for fighting for, for that kind of stuff. That's what so, put Nicolas Cage in, in jail in Con Air. Because he his because the judge said his hands are lethal weapons. There you and go. Even though See? the murder, you know, wasn't even though he killed the guy by mistake, it was an accident. He still went to went to jail. So yeah. See, I could have. I there you go. I could. I, I but I would probably wouldn't have killed him. I just would have fought back. I would have probably still got my butt kicked. But he was the dude was bigger than me. But I still would have fought as hard as I could if I if I wanted to. But I didn't. And all these people were watching there. So it was parents' day. So the parents were watching this happen. And I got saved, <laughs> thankfully, by two of my friends, Sean L and Donnell, who came up and said, Hey, you know, uh, let the kid go. And uh there you go. That was like my story of my my thing. And years later, I was working at the movie store I worked at. And I ring up somebody's key tag, and it's Johnny Chapman, who uh, had a $200 late fee. Nice. Yeah, so he was like, hey, because I was like, did you go to school at my middle school? He goes, I don't want to say what, what it was, but did you go to my middle school? And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, my God. And I was like, Jonathan Moody. He's like, oh, yeah. He, I rem he did not remember me whatsoever, but he's like, I remember you. You know, blah, 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 because – yeah, and I said, um, he he looks at me and he, I, I told him he had a two hundred dollar late fee, and he goes, "Oh, because we're buds, you know, you can just delete that, right?" I was like, "Nope," because like, you know, even if my manager was around, I still would have said nope, you know. But my manager's the only one who can delete it, and she can only delete it by half, you know. 
because that's a pretty big fucking fee, you know, and stuff. But uh, no. But none of that's the point. The the the, the point was the guy was a bully. The guy was a bully, and I got to have a little bit of a little bit know, of karma there. A little, a little bit, bit of karma, karma there, but uh, you know, honestly, you could just go to another, you know, go to another movie movie scene and rent out a movie and just never tell him that he had a leafy over here. Didn't tell him that though, you know. <laughs> but anyway, the point was that uh, I I did get bullied, so this movie did have a really big, you know, impact on me. Uh, even to you know, uh, I would watch uh, I would watch all the karate movies. I'd watch Kickboxer two and the Kickboxer movies. I would watch only the strong uh, and everything Mark Dacascus did. Like I grew up in the 90s really loving karate you know and stuff and um so this movie did like yeah this movie did impact me uh pretty severely um i don't know if it impacted you at all really like that or you just no just not at love all. it you know, <laughs> as it being a no good it, movie. it's it's just a good movie and 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 um it uh it brought back feelings of rocky because it is rocky uh, um, I mean, when you really look at it, Daniel's Rocky, uh, uh, Mr. Miyagi is Mickey, uh, right. the, you know, Johnny is Creed. And uh, the only difference is that, uh, you know, Daniel wins at the end. And I don't know if if they wanted to stick to the Rocky formula and, and not have him win. I don't think we'd have Cobra Kai. I don't think that we would have had all of those. I don't think we would have had a Karate Kid too, you know, unless he yeah. wanted the end of Karate Kid too. Like I know think... they they would just have to repeat Rocky two, and then we wouldn't have had that ending, the ending to the original Karate Kid that they snipped, because the, the even even Rocky even Karate Kid has the still frame like they do in the Rocky movies. You know, you won Rocky, and then he's. And you, the, the credits go up in this. It's on Pat Morita right. is, is is when the still frame happens. And um, that was then supposed to to like dissolve to crease, like beating the crap out of Johnny in the parking lot. Like he mm -hmm. breaks the second place trophy. Yep. So that was supposed to be at the end of part one. They cut it, luckily, and then put it at the beginning of part two, which was perfect. Mm -hmm. Like that was that that was such a good way because then you could still have really that connection to the first film by doing right. That. So you have it that connection to the first film, and on top of that, it segues into like what happens after the aftermath of the thing because they they made I believe they made Karate Kid uh two like um a couple years later I think it was eighty six you know and um even though. Daniel uh, was it a uh, Ralph Macho looks absolutely the same as he did uh, as he does He's now. Barely aged, you know. Like yeah, I, I swear to God, him and Tom Cruise have the same vampire or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they they um Tom Cruise, I hate to say, is looking looking old now. Finally, I'm like, oh, you know. Uh, a lot. But, a lot of people asked. I'll make this fast. They 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 asked why does he look so different? Like when they were doing the interviews and stuff for Mission Impossible 7, that they're like, why does he look totally different? Well, because that was made two years ago. Right. And now he's doing the interviews. So yeah, he's right. two years older, so he's going to look 
different. He's going to look older. Um, yeah. So he isn't a vampire. He can grow old. He's just he's just aging slowly, like yeah. Ralph Macchio. He just did, you know, for every 10 years for us, it's one year for them. <laughs> when he's 80, he'll, uh, you know, 80 or 90, he'll still look He'll look young. 60. He'll look yeah. 60. <laughs> um, I saw I saw an actress. I will not say who, but I saw an actress, and I was like, "Oh man, she's like a couple years older than me." And I'm like, "Oh, poor girl." Sometimes, you know, sometimes, uh, yeah. Time, time is what it is. But you know that, like my my big thing with uh with the that ending, like I'm glad they didn't have that ending because it just would have just like where would have they would have gone to the credits or would that have been like a post credit thing and or it's something? Depressing. It's not yeah. a happy ending that he did because now we're focused on Johnny being beaten. And then, yeah. And then, you know, yeah, sure. Pat Maria kicks, you know, his butt, but it doesn't matter. You know, like it, it's got to win or it's, it's got to end on, on the people who it's the focus on in the movie. You know, like it should be on Pat Morita or uh, and I remember hearing that originally they're going to want it uh, ending with him uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Ralph Macchio getting carried out uh, like with the crown. That's just how it would end is him getting, you know, because he was already hoisted up just like in fucking Rocky. So remember at the end of Rocky is pretty much just like, you know, Adrian! You know, well, yeah, like, in, in yeah, in part two, yeah, they they bring him up. Yeah, they he he's starting, especially definitely in like part four. You know, when he when he's always brought up, and and the poster even tells you the ending of the movie. You know, he's he's got the American flag wrapped around him, and he's it's, it's all beaten. Uh, um, but I'm surprised with this that they did do the still frame on Pat Morita instead of Daniel. I think it worked because, like, I hate to say it, but Pat Morita's basically the star of the movie you know in a way like even though it was you know ralph macho and everything he stole the show like pat marita stole the show he became the bigger even though he's been a he's been a name with uh being in um uh, happy, happy days, days. Yeah. you know and everything he was still like <laughs> he hadn't really and that was the big thing is like they wanted they were they were they auditioned Toshiro Mifune, um, who's in all those you know uh, Akira Kurosawa films and the samurai stuff. But his version of uh, Mr. Miyagi wasn't as fun, you know. Wasn't yeah, it was like dead serious. It was more yeah. like Reese. And yeah, it was more like he could have played Crease. You know, that would have been interesting. But I'm glad that I'm glad that he didn't, just because I love Martin Cove, you know, yeah. and everything. But it would have been an interesting thing of like especially if they had connected those two people right so there was the they knew each other from something and then they do that in part oh, two that would you been, know that would like, have been, yeah. yeah but if they knew each other and then all of a sudden there was more there was more there and that would have been really good but they didn't go that route maybe they'll go that route with the new karate kid movie i don't know maybe maybe <laughs> no i think we're just gonna get what we what we get i mean it, it's it's all in how an actor does it because it's like um, Ed O'Neill, a uh, uh, Bundy, you know, from yeah, Bundy, Children. yeah, Al Bundy, Al Bundy. So they said with like the when they were uh, doing the auditions for Al Bundy, they had a door that was set up, and right. they, the Al would have to come through the door 
and every actor played it angry because it's just i hate my life i hate my family you know and they all played it angry as they came through except for ed o'neill who opened the door stopped and then went oh like this is my life right it sucks and that's how he got it is that he did it totally different from all the other guys and they said that's the guy that's the dad and Pat Morita basically did the same the same thing. You know, you have all these people, you know, honor must play it seriously. And if you don't kick properly, commit suicide. And and then he comes in and, and he and he has fun with it. You, you know, and they're like, that's him. That's that's Mr. Miyagi. That's the guy. Mm. Yeah, Pat Morita. Um, I can imagine anybody else playing that role but Pat Morita. But but that's the way he played it, you know, because of Which the way is- he played it. Yeah, when I saw the remake, which is, I'm just like, oh, God, please don't make this. Please don't make Jackie Chan the same guy. And they did it, which was smart. Which was was smart. I mean, if you're going to do a remake and have it, I mean, they didn't even call him Mr. Miyagi. They didn't call because he was Chinese, you know, not uh, Okinawan, you know. So there was a little bit of a, you know, I, I, I loved all that. I loved um, I loved how he taught him karate without teaching him karate. You know, show me pink defense, show me wax on, <laughs> wax off, you know, right? Um, show me all so, these some things. Some of those didn't stick. Wax on, wax off stuck, but the paint the fence did not stick. I think if I went up to somebody and went paint the fence, they would have no idea what I'm talking about. They would look about. at you and be like, uh, you want me to go paint a fence? Yeah, yeah. But if you go wax Sand on, wax deck. off, which is like even got parodied by the Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they're, uh, I forgot if it's the first one or second, I think it's the second one. He goes, wax on, wax off, right? Uh, Mikey. And Raul, uh, Ra- Raphael, I think, goes mouth off, you know, right? <laughs> and I just and we thought... know exactly what they're what they're doing, right? In, in in the remake, it's jacket on, jacket off. So he puts it up on like a, a, a like a, a kind of like a stud that's sticking out of the wall. It's supposed to be like a coat rack thing, but it's on like a pillow. Oh, that's re- oh, I haven't. And 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 he goes jacket on, and then Jaden puts the jacket jacket off. And he takes the jacket off and puts it on the hook. Jacket on, then he takes it off and puts it on. Jacket yeah. off, then he takes the jacket off. All right, off. all right, all right. I get it. I get and then, it. then immediately, you, you know, of course, he does the same type of thing. What is me having to take a jacket off have anything to do with it? And then that's when Jackie Chan starts doing his thing and Jaden's blocking it. And he's like, oh. But that never, jacket on, jacket off, never stuck. Yeah. Because on, wax off. Everybody to this day, mostly, unless you're literally have never seen this movie before in your life, which could be any. Gen Z person, um, I guarantee you, uh, they might somebody would find something to cancel this movie of, over, which is ridiculous, you know. Um, which I, I hope not, you know. But we're at that stage in life where, you know, and and the Cobra Kai. So you know the beautiful thing about um, the beautiful thing about the first Karate Kid, as opposed to like Cobra Kai or some of the other stuff that uh, movies or television shows that have the stuff is like the ending the ending to the first karate kid had just ralph macchio he's the only one in his school as dojo right he, there's no other miyagi do karate school you know right uh so miyagi um 
And by the way, you can't call him Miyagi. It's Miyagi. You know, they, he, they, he they corrects everybody. That that. Yeah. Um, and it's not uh, bonsai. It's a bonsai tree. Though later, doesn't he yell bonsai? Not bonsai? He might. Because isn't like bonsai, isn't that like an attack thing? Or something. Maybe. Because he goes bonsai. Um, he might have yeah. said it wrong once or twice. Who knows? Because that, that's a that's a fake accent, you know. Because he well, just talks. no, but he says that, and then what's it? Uh, Ralph Macchio in the car when they're leaving. Um, uh, when he got his car, his present, his birthday present, he yells bonsai, bonsai, bonsai. So I think it was bonsai was what he says. Uh, he corrects the uh corrects Ralph Macchio when they're it's cutting funny, the like, what whatever you yeah know, it do doesn't that. really matter but it's just an interesting you, thing of like you're or... just correcting him earlier and now you're saying it wrong yourself um and ralph but... Bacho still owns at least as of the the documentary and i think at least the first cobra kai he still owns that car the producers gave it to him so he says that he's still so that that car that's in cobra kai is the same car yeah i heard the about same that. party kid yeah, yeah. so it, it's so it, it's it's there. There's I did I did message you about his clothes. Yeah, you Daniel's didn't like clothes. his clothes. You thought it was Mike, bad. He gets better, so maybe he learns. Like by the time that he goes to that that function that Ali's at with all the rich people, well, he's, he's actually, trying to probably blend in a little bit too with them. Well, yeah, like, he's got like the white pants on. I think it's a red shirt and then the white jacket. But before, it, it, it's one, why this guy doesn't wear a belt? I, I don't get it. His shirts are all tucked in, but he doesn't wear a belt, which is just like... He should have a rope to hold up his pants. That would be funny. He had to show how poor he is. The other ones, it's like some stupid shirt with like an iron on something. And then he has like some weird checkered button shirt over it and then sweatpants. Mm. It's like, are you that poor that your freaking mother has to shop at Goodwill? Well, then... Like, then it kind of makes sense later. It's like your mother has to dress you. <laughs> Apparently so. I guess. <laughs> and then his very first date, you would think as his mom knows he's going on this date, she drives him that he wears with the chance of meeting her parents. It's the same thing. He has on like the shitty pants, the, the button shirt with like another shirt under it. And then he has a sweat jacket. This is your first day with this girl. There's the possibility of meeting her parents. Why didn't your mother take you to the Goodwill and buy you just like a nice jacket? Was there It'd be a like five dollars for? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, huh. that's been at the yeah. If it's not, they go to Salvation Army or something. But he does learn better later on. His clothes do get better, and and but I'm just looking at this thing going. Was this intentional? Did wardrobe purposely dress him like crap? No and idea. And 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 I have to bring up the mom's job. This confused the crap out of me, and I actually rewound it uh, um, and looked at it a second time. So they moved from New Jersey to California. So they basically drove all the way cross country, right? To get, I don't know how many days it took, but it said September in the beginning. I think, and they were still when they got there. The next day after they had just gotten there was that big party on the beach, and they said it was like the end of the year you know, into the year blast or whatever. I think it takes like four days to drive cross country, four or five days, depending on how much you stop. But so the, the so he tells the guy 
that he hits the door into because he does that really bad karate kick. He goes, yeah, my my mom got a job for like a computer company called something like like ro like robot computers or spaceship computers, something way like of that. the future. It's the way of yeah, the future. Or some it, shit. It's so it sounds like it's a job that would probably pay pretty well. And then we see her in a diner mm -hmm. across the street from the dojo from Cobra Kai. She doesn't look like a waitress. She might be like a hostess because she's dressed up a little bit. And she's like, Daniel, Daniel, they have a training program here. Okay, where do you work? Denny's? That yeah, look like if, a, yeah. if I'm here long enough and I take this 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 uh, management program, the next time there's an opening, I could become a manager and I'll make more money here than I would have doing the computer stuff. Bullshit. There is no possible way you being a manager of a place like that is going to get you more money, especially back in those days when like computers were like all in the rage, you know, that whole startup 1980. Thing. Yeah. Like 1980s. Yeah. That was the big she's thing. She's going to make a ton of money, especially if she's working for some sort of like rocket company. Right. You, you um, know, it's like, so really you drove out to California, took Daniel away from all of his friends to work as a waitress? I thought she was... That, I mean, I thought she had the other job. Didn't she have the other job in the No, bank? she goes, th this job... Because remember, the woman comes up to her when Daniel and them are sitting together. He's uh -huh. the only one eating food. And the right. woman comes up and says, hey, it, it's time to get back. So and, she's and, working as a waitress instead of... Wow. Yeah, maybe like a hostess. Because she was nice. She had little kind of like frills. Yeah, so right. it didn't look like a like a regular waitress. So mm. it's like no way. Uh -uh. Like yeah, and it looked like a Denny's. Yeah, it didn't look like. Um... Yeah, and and I don't even know. I mean, I've never worked for a company that has like a manager program. It's you do a good job working the register. You move up to assistant. They like you as an assistant. You then move up to man. You know, blah blah. I mean, I know that there are management programs, but I I think those are mostly in like offices. By the way, you know, bigger companies. So that place, <laughs> that restaurant that they were at or whatever was right across the street from the karate studio, right? Because there's that little big karate sign and everything. And he runs, you know, he taps on the window and says he's going to check out the karate place, right? Right. So he goes and uh, checks it out. Those apparently I found out last night for the first time that those are two separate locations uh, for the actual karate place. So you see the karate place in that specific thing. That's actually a wig store. So if you go to to it now, it's a wig store. I don't know what it was back then. I don't think it was maybe it was nothing back then. And they were just able to put up the karate stuff and everything. Um, but then when you see. um Pat Morita and, and Ralph Macho walking out of Cobra Kai. You see that big sign that says Cobra Kai and it says like strike hard, you know, a strike like a Cobra Kai, which I thought was a fucking great like that. That sign, I would have loved to like be around a place that had that because that was freaking awesome. Right. I would I would definitely take a picture of that if I ever if there, if that actually existed. Right. Which I don't know. Did they do that again in Karate Kid? I don't think they did. I don't think they had the same. It's not the same place. They are not Karate Kid. I mean, uh, Cobra Kai. I think in Cobra Kai, they ended up doing it in a mall or something, you know, or whatever. Yeah, they, it was kind of like a rundown strip mall because yeah, got strip it cheap. mall. 
Yeah, which yeah. So it would be cool if in the next season, which I doubt this is going to happen, but in the next season, last season, because uh, I guess Silver is take. Oh, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the last season of Cobra Kai, uh, just fast forward. Well, this. well too too bad. It's been out yeah, long it's enough. It's been out, out long DVD. enough. If you haven't seen it, and it's on Netflix. Whatever, that's on you. Um, but at the at the end of it, uh, Silver is the the main guy. You know, he's taken over for Cobra Kai and creases uh, in jail and escapes and blah blah blah. So who knows what who knows what the next season is going to happen? It would be cool if they're back in that same place and have that big sign up again and everything as like this is the last season. We're here, you know. We're at this place, you know, and doing that. So I thought that would have been that would have been a little neat. Um, but that's actually a different place so there's two different um you can look it up online and find the actual locations and everything and the uh addresses to them which is pretty neat um i've been to the apartment complex because i was uh living in van nuys uh when i first moved to la and uh covid hit bad in march and i had nothing to do i was bored so I was like, well, I'm going to see what's around here. And I found out Reseda was actually right up the street, like 30 minutes away. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if the uh, the place, you know, the any of the Karate Kid stuff is like in Reseda, you know, actually. Because I know they mentioned Reseda, but I know if they were actually, they actually shot in Reseda. Sometimes you just say this yeah, is a Ali's city and then. parents are like horrified that he's from Reseda. <laughs> yeah, she's there. Uh, but they're from the hills or whatever, which I guess is Beverly Hills. Um, I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, so which, why are they in the same, why do they go to the same school? It's like far away from each other. They shouldn't even be going to the same school. Wouldn't she be going to like a fancy schmancy, like rich, like school? in nine hundred two one zero type of thing? Like yeah, one of those schools, like, like a rich kid school. Yeah, what, private school or something. Why would she be going? Why? Why were any of those kids who were from the hills? Which I guess I don't know where that is. That could be another Encino Hill. No, Encino is where they said right. So they mentioned Encino, and I think that's where they're from. So which, Encino is by Reseda. Um. I believe so. Anyway, whatever. Point is, uh, I went to the the the, the place because I was bored, and I had to. I went to the Seven Eleven right next to it. There's a Seven Eleven right. By the way, if if you ever go there, there's a Seven Eleven right next to the uh, uh, apartment complex, and uh, so that gate that he kicks open and everything that's still there, but it's locked. You can't just walk in like that, you know, and everything. So. Um, I did not go inside this stuff. I also went into 7-Eleven and bought something so they wouldn't tow my car while I was just getting a quick picture of the of me by the uh, by the sign that said like it was like South Seas or something apartments or whatever. Yeah, something. Like yeah. yeah, and so I went there <laughs> and took the picture above the sign, which is pretty cool, and then went home. <laughs> nice. And that sounds like a really <laughs> boring thing, but like to me. It was like one of the most exciting moments of my life. I would be up to, for doing that. Yeah, yeah, I would do that. I love that kind of stuff. Like that's why I loved living in LA. Is like there was so much history and so many movies that I love that were shot here. Uh, when people ask me why don't you move to Atlanta, I'm like, there's not enough, you know, 
like of that. You know, I want to if I'm going to move someplace and live someplace, I want to be a place where I'm driving down the road and I could be like, oh shit, that's from that movie. You know, <laughs> and and I've done that. You know, so oh yeah, some sometimes when you're in those areas, you don't even really realize it. I mean, it's just if you're leaving Pasadena and kind of going towards like Eagle Rock and stuff. You know, right up there is the the hotel from Puppet Master. You know, is right there, and and sadly, the uh, across from there was Wayne Manor from the original Batman series, but it caught fire and burned down. And then if you go to Malibu, up on the hill was the the house on Haunted Hill from the uh the Vincent Price movie, but that burnt down during the fires. My so former you know, my former roommate uh Jackie and I did go to Malibu and I think we were in the we were at the beach that uh was it um they they had the beach scene the stuff at the beach and everything. So uh we may do that again when I go visit. I may go check that out again if uh but it's really funny because like there if you really look at where everything is there it's not right next to each other you know um Reseda is in the valley which is like 30 to 50 to maybe even an hour away depending on traffic too um away from Malibu so it's not they're not like right next to each other and everything like it kind of makes movie magic makes it look like you know they're right next to each other but sure it just depends on where they can get the location and I'm always interested in that kind of stuff because I'm always I'm always wondering like you know some as a filmmaker I will have to sometimes fly people out to you know they've never been to like Virginia or something right so I'll fly them out and everything but like if you're if you're there you know you might have to tra- travel like 20 to 30 minutes to get to that location then get you know what I mean to get set up and and whatnot and it's just interesting to see how far things are from each other. And it's probably not shot on the same day or nothing, but maybe some. No, a lot, lot of stuff is separate. I mean, everybody thinks The Shining is one hotel, the original. And it's not. It's two. No. The inside is one place and the outside is another place. Well, they have uh, the same thing with most um, places that are inside because they don't actually look like the outside doesn't look like the inside, you know, like they have to make it look like that. You know, and everything. Cause... Yeah, and then there's facades that, that they put up, and, and you think you know where it is, and it's just a facade that they built. Right. They just took it down. I get mad at that. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait. And they're like, oh, that's fake. That wasn't. Uh, yeah, that they just wasn't... built the front and the side, and, and that's and the, and everything and the else. And the inside is usually a set or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it was but... nice with, with, with Karate Kid and Cobra Kai that they rebuilt everything. If it wasn't still standing. So yeah, it'll be yeah. fun when we talk about Ghostbusters because that's in New York, said New York, most of it is said New York, and this is California. <laughs> so completely sort of a different aspect of West West versus East kind of uh stuff. Um but yeah, the uh That's mentioned by that's mentioned by them actually, the the differences that, that the mom says, Well, we don't be like we don't have snow, and he's like, I like snow, and she's well, we're not gonna have a cold, and he's like, I like having a cold and I don't. I don't like Daniel. frozen toes. I don't like uh, what's the frozen toes? He's like, oh, so you like frozen toes? You like uh, something or other? And he goes, I don't like smog, ma. Yeah. And I laughed because uh, the first time I ever actually saw smog. Yeah, I'm sure like it was around me a lot, but like the first time was when I was visiting uh, G. Larry Butler 
And we looked outside his house, and there was like small, like, like it looked like fog, but darker. Oh yeah, there, there's nasty. smog alerts. Yeah, yeah, to where you shouldn't be outside, and they'll even send kids home from school at times. Yeah, because if you're in an airplane and you're going to L.A., I mean, you may not see it. Well, you kind of do because I see it when I drive from Las Vegas to L.A. Is that there's almost like a barrier of smog, and you know, okay, I'm I'm now in L.A. And especially if you fly, it really is like this kind of bubble. I'm kind of sad because I'm when I do, I'm flying back out. Uh, this will be out after I've been already out in California, but I'm going back out to California. Obviously, I said that earlier to Bakersfield to visit my former roommate. And then we're going down to L.A. But when I'm coming from like, I'll be going to New Jersey first. So there you go. There's a little crowd of kids stuff. I don't think it's, it might be Newark. It might be the Newark airport. I think it is. So Newark airport. And then I'm flying to San Francisco. And then my city. what? My city. Your city? Did you used I to live San there? Well, I lived in Marin County. Um, And uh, San Francisco, I'll be there for like 12 hours, dude. So that's going to be like a fucking and I think that's coming back home. But I'm like I don't know if I want to go out and visit and look around, you know, and stuff. Might just rather just stay in the airport for 12 hours. Why not? You know? I, well, I mean you'll you'll have to fend yourself against homeless people and drug addicts, but well, otherwise it's, it's that, that or it's uh I'm just work? I'm just afraid like I'm going to miss something up and not be able to get back to the airport or something or get lost, you know, well, like I would rather it's safer to just stay there and relax, I guess, for a couple of for a bunch of hours. I don't know. But it's like from early morning to fucking like 11 o'clock at night. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's going to be a long ass day. Well, uh, and to back circle home. back, at least you're not driving out from New Jersey like Daniel and his, and his mother. Did. Well, I did that already from Virginia for Virginia to California. You know, but did so you that, have stunt people in the car driving and then they just ADR'd the actors' voices over them? No. That's obviously what they did with this. Or I uh yeah, because they obviously didn't make them drive, you know, except for the parts where they had a push. Like push Daniel. That push. might have not even been them. That that could have been, I mean, it was far enough away, that could have been stunt people. So maybe who knows that that might have even been. I think that was them though. I think I, I think I saw their picture. But uh but they were in Arizona then, so they would have to fly because they're actually shot that in arizona at that specific and that that motel i looked up is still there you know so you can actually go to that motel that they had um that they shot it at if you go to arizona um if you ever just want to drive down to arizona and go see that motel stand i would stay there just because i'd be like hey this is the you know i i wanted to stay at the place in uh that that took place in True Romance. It's like this motel in True Romance. And I found it. It's in Burbank, uh, the Safari Inn. And I wanted to stay there, but you know, I was like, eh, you know, cost me a little extra and just just for that, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's not worth it to me. Yeah, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. So well, so so I'm gonna ask you the question that, that everybody talks about. Is Daniel the bad guy? Um, I don't think so. I, I I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he's a good guy. You know, I don't think I think what I like about Cobra Kai is they show off both sides 
to their personalities and stuff. You kind of feel sorry for Johnny at times, but you also feel like he's a dick at times. You feel sorry for Ralph Macchio at times. You still notice he's a dick at times. So I think what I like about the movies and the television show and everything is that like no everybody is sort of there's there's gray in everybody, you know, except for Allie. Allie's just a sweetheart the whole time. Yeah. Do do you think the kick at the end, the crane kick, was legal or illegal? Because that's another thing people talk about. Um I well, the thing is, I saw them do points when people were actually hitting people in the head before, so I thought it was legal because it was weird. Sometimes they wouldn't give a point to like a headshot, and then sometimes they would. So yeah, the the point system was a little weird. It's it's like wait a minute, wouldn't that be a point? But then, but then they said no point, no point. Know? Or when when Johnny hits him hard, like with the, you know, or something, it'd be like point, and he'd be like. Wait, that that looked illegal, or that looked not fair. But like, like that yeah. shouldn't have. This shouldn't have been like he should have been disqualified. I think immediately from doing the leg, from sweeping the leg. Eh, yeah, not really, because he doesn't do it with his. You know, he does. It's not like he does like some karate thing and kicks him over. He purposely grabs his leg and tries to break it. Right. That should have been disqualifying right there. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's yeah. And uh, what was the other thing that I wanted to ask you? So there, the uh, villain was the crane kick. Um, was do you think was Johnny just trying to protect Allie, or was you know do you think what maybe he, Daniel should have stayed out? Of okay, the fight so on the beach? I I was gonna make a post about this last night because I did notice that as he was kind of not minding his own business and he was kind of trying to protect her when he barely knew the chick. Yeah, you know? to be like a white knight or something. Yeah, and everything. And that really wasn't his place. In today's culture, that would not be cool. You know, um, girls especially, they don't want they, as we've learned, they don't want the prince to save them. This is this is the thing. They want as you know, weird, weird as has pointed be, out. Uh, yeah. uh, Daniel did kind of stalk her too, Allie. I mean, well, he was, not really looked at her, and then she looked at him. Well, he kind of stalked her a little bit on the beach. Um, he's waiting for her outside the the that the place where the parents are at that like uh, bank. No, but thing. he was told to and wait he there. Goes, right, but then he goes inside. Well, he wanted to his... check and see what's taking her so long. <laughs> I don't think any of that. Like, I don't think any of that was like stalking. I think that was him just. Well, it, like, it, she does kind of because stalk she him did. A little she bit, did too. ask her father how much like what time it was you know and he said it was 9 40 there was she said meet me outside at 9 30 so she was already yeah. 10 minutes late so when she Typical. and then she was late and then he was you know and then she was talking to uh the mother and then the then the ex-boyfriend is dancing with her right all the while like daniel's outside waiting for her which is it is fine he can wait but he just wanted to check on and see how she's fine. I found but it, nothing but it's wrong weird with that. Kind of going through the back way, and I don't know. Maybe he had to be a member or something. Yeah, no, so he, he was not a member kitchen. of it. Like you, we can. But it's he was it, trying to sneak it, in so he could just see what was going on. And Johnny uh, obviously has has some anger issues, but Daniel is a child. He he like, pardon me. Every time he gets mad at her, he doesn't let her talk, and he's wrong about everything. You know, all of this could have been resolved if he just would have let her talk. 
And and so her friends telling him to drop dead and all that, I don't blame him. Because yeah, you know, no, I I I thought it was a you know yeah because at one point he said um um he said oh you you know um something about leaving him dead or whatever and they're like I wish he would you know die or whatever it was kind of mean it was mean spirited but uh I get it like I get they were protective of her and then when he didn't know that she had punched you know Johnny in the face for kissing her uh which you know uh which he, if he had stayed that's assault around Johnny would be canceled today that's assault he didn't get permission well he did not he did not no. but uh but she did slap him so but she did slap him she took care of herself sprained his, it sprained her wrist according to her friend right which did she have a did she have a thing on her wrist i never noticed no that. no I don't know if that was just meant to be, you know, yeah, she sprained her wrist, idiot. And like she didn't, but it was, she just, the friends. Well, said yeah, that. but he said, he said, she said it like as if he would have known that she had her, her wrist sprained. And I did not see any kind of like, she should have had her hand, they should have put her hand in a cast or something, you know. Um, but yeah, so she, whatever. Um, I'm, but, I'm almost thinking it, it's, it just hurt. Maybe she hit him so hard it hurt and the friends just being hyperbolic. Yeah, but of course, if if I was Daniel and I did that, and spaghetti got tossed all over me, and and finally wearing some nice clothes, I, I you know I got spaghetti all over me. You're I would probably really be on him about his clothes right now. I I, I I mean it, it's I I judge I judge a lot, and I really shouldn't. Uh, but it, it, it's it's I can't I look at these things that behind the scenes of movies, and sometimes it just bothers me. You know, like like when we did our our least anticipated films that i brought up smile too and kevin bacon's daughter and say girl eat a eat a sandwich i you know, mean you're you're so bony it's like i i can't help it it's like these are decisions that they made before they started shooting right and and so did the costume designer say okay we're gonna go to goodwill or salvation army and just buy you crap clothes but later on you'll start kind of converting to that rich side so you'll start looking nicer. I don't yeah. Know if well, I mean, in the beginning, he was from Reseda. He didn't probably have great clothes. I mean, he. I've shopped um, at Goodwill many times, and I still buy stuff that that matches. Right. Just wear all black. Why would you wear a sweat, like sweater or coat or whatever it is, when you're going on your first date with a rich girl? That makes this. I'm looking at this thing like that's. First he had sweatpants. Now he has a sweat jacket. I don't know. It's I don't know. Don't on. ask me. Don't ask me. I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't make the wardrobe. Bring her a flower or something. You I know, didn't make bring... the wardrobe decisions. So I don't know. I, these are things that I question. These are things that I question. I, I mean, get it. I just. It, I never it's almost cared. like with with Kevin Bacon's daughter. They said you need to lose ten pounds because the camera puts on ten pounds, and she lost ten pounds. And they're like, okay, now lose ten pounds more. And then so she lost 20 pounds and now she looks like a skeleton. You're kind of like Paul. Paul brings up stuff in the background a lot. He's like, oh, look at that wallpaper that these people, you know, why do they have better wallpaper and shit like that? And I'm like, I, I question that stuff. And I now question Daniel's age. That was another thing I was going to bring up. So it, it's the under 18 karate tournament under 18. But but he Daniel has his birthday party. And he shows Mr. Miyagi his license and he goes, now I'm legal to drive. Is it to drive or that he's to drive? I think it was to drive because he's a senior. He's in the same class. 
as as Ali and Johnny. It was sort of a joke between them, I think, because earlier in the movie, uh, if you remember, uh, he said, you know, do you uh, do you know how to drive? And he goes, yes, Um, you know, but I'm not very good. It was like, neither am I. It's like, yeah, but I don't have a license. Neither do I. And I was like, so okay, I guess it it's okay. fine then. And then he starts yeah. driving. So maybe, okay, so maybe so it's it was legal, legal now to... he's legal to drive. That's how I took it. Because he's always been 16 or something like that in that age range. He's been 16 or 17 <laughs> in that age range. So I, I think he's 17. You know, he had just turned 17. So he's under 18. I know. I was held back one year, so I was 18 as a senior. Because I actually did get into a fight with a guy and break his arm. I was 17 um, as a senior turning 18. And you know, so, okay. yeah, so I would have been seven. It should have been 17. So he needs to at least be 17. Oh, does he? Because they never mention he's a senior or not. No, does but he? he's in the same. He has the uh, um, uh, for like P.E. When they're doing soccer and all that. And she's a cheerleader. They're on the, they're on. And Johnny's out there. They're all there at the same time. Right, so they're all the same age, but what age is that? Yeah, it should be probably 17. Right, would be my guess. You saw Johnny driving earlier than, uh, you know, Johnny drives at one point. He's in the car. Yeah, plus he has, yeah, well, he has the motorcycle. Yeah, he's got the car and the motorcycle. Yeah. Um, So he has his license. So he at least is, he's got to be at least 17. I think he might be, no, he can't be 17 because if it's under 18, so all of them are under 18 um yeah so none anyway. of them could be 18 they could be 17 or below to enter the tournament but yeah. i think in cobra kai i think they do bring up his age like should he have even been in that tournament because he was 18 I don't which has got me i think it is brought up because when i was watching this i'm like oh yeah he's not 18 i mean he's not he's like 18 i don't know i but I I he's was... he does He's not, he never gets asked his age when they register. He just no. walks in and the guy is like, okay, well, what, what color are you? And they're what like, color oh, does, what the, does that matter? Yeah, what color are you? Uh, I'm, <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm a little more Caucasian brown than, and, hmm. and, uh, I think, yeah, I think he says, like, what belt are you or something? And yeah. that's what Mr. Miyagi says, uh, does it matter? Yeah. But they never bring up his age. They never say, let me see an ID. They never do anything. So I think maybe it's that driver's license scene. Cause I do remember something on one of the, one of the episodes, somebody does mention the tournament and that he, that he was, he should have never been in it. Yeah. So whatever, you know, maybe, maybe Johnny did, I think, whatever. I don't remember, you know, uh, I have not seen that. That'll be the fun thing of rewatching Cobra Kai. Uh, I'm, I got to start watching it now if I want to, Really, <laughs> I'll get ready for a few months, you know, so I can make sure I've, I've watched it. It's easy to watch, man. If you guys haven't seen Cobra Kai, it is so easy to freaking watch. It's like literally, I, it takes a day to watch one whole season, you know. So you could watch probably all yeah, five seasons like in like five 30 minutes, if yeah, you know. or 20 minutes or something like that. Like they're just that quick and they go like that. So you're just like, oh shit, this is over now. <laughs> Moving on to the next episode, and then you know, and Netflix is so great because uh, they do that. By the way, Karate Kid is leaving Netflix uh, December 31st, so when you're listening to this, it'll be away from Netflix. I do not know if it's already got a new home that it's going to, like uh, Stars or something, you know, or whatever. 
but I hope it goes back to Netflix at some point because probably I, when season six comes out, they might get them. Yeah. So maybe a year, maybe that's why they're planning it. You know, <laughs> um, that maybe that's why they plan to get rid of it now. Let somebody else have it for a little bit and then, you know, then bring it back. You know, um, that's the way I would, I would do it because Karate Kid is a, uh, is a uh, Cobra Kai is on Netflix, so it might as well keep all the Karate Kid stuff there. You know that would make sense, but it it matters the deals because like Roku is is I wanted to, I did for Thanksgiving the Hunger Games marathon, and Roku has all of them, all the Hunger Games movies. Yeah, so it's like okay, who owns Roku then, or how did they get? Because that had to cost a pretty penny then. To get mm. all the Hunger Games movies, Roku they... makes some serious bank though. They sell their Roku cha- and stuff. They have, um... oh, they got now like a TV and yeah, remotes. they have their own streaming and... channel. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's I don't know. I I heard for a while that the way like Disney, for example, they you saw other Disney stuff on other streaming channels, but that's because mm. there was a contract, and then when the contract ended, it went to Disney Plus. Ah. So you might be able to find something like, I think it was the Star Wars films, the original ones, were on something else, like HBO or one of those. Harry and, Potter was too, and then it went somewhere else for a little bit. Yeah, and then once the contracts ran out, because they now own Star Wars, it then went to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think Harry Potter sure was at uh, Max, and then it left and went to like Stars or something for a little bit, then went back to Max. And now I think Max, because Warner Brothers owns Max, they they're keeping it, you know, or whatever, <laughs> which is smart because Harry Potter stuff, regardless of whatever you feel about the creator, they're really big, you know, big get hits. People love them, you know, people still to this day. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, it, it it's it's well the the one scene that makes me smile in this, and it still does every time, is at the end with Pat Morita. Or Miss yeah. Maggie doing the clap, doing, the, doing the, the clap again. Yeah, then the Bill Conti music kind of just comes up, makes me smile every time I see it because you just and as they say in the in the documentary, they're like, "Oh, that's crap. That doesn't exist." Right. We just we needed something to get the audience hyped. Right, and so, we needed something to fix, or that it was a fix. It was a way to, and they had to introduce it beforehand so that later. We could see it happen. So, like, you know how they say if a uh, a gun, uh, if you introduce a gun in Act One, it better go off in Act Three. It's kind of like that. Like, you see him do this, it better do it. But they also do the crane kick. They introduce the crane kick at some point, you know, and then he does the crane kick, and that's how he wins. Um, you know, they introduce yeah, that's, a that's couple things. Good writing. I mean, that's yeah. that's you don't want stuff to just come out of nowhere. Robert you Mark know, Kamen did a great job. He also did like the Fifth Element movie, and I mean, oh yeah, yeah, he, he's actor. worked a lot with with uh, Lupus on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Colombiana, I think is is the name of it, and uh, some other stuff too. So yeah, he, would, he's written a lot of stuff. I wish he would do more. Like I wish he had more say in the Cobra Kai stuff and everything. Um, I don't think he'd had any say. I think the guys, the guys who created Cobra Kai, took completely over, and unless they asked. Robert Mark Kamen for you know like what would he do you know in this situation well he gets um, a paycheck I know he gets Each a paycheck episode, for the creator you know. he's the creator of the characters so he should get a paycheck but um, but I mean I mean who totally knows because he hates Karate Kid 3 hates it didn't he write it though yeah 
and they totally screwed. So if you look at, because we went back to Rocky, it is Rock in the in the first Rocky, Rocky is more street smart. He's not dumb. He's street smart. He's a little punchy. In Rocky two, he's a flat out moron. Yeah, I mean, I actually I, tried watching part two. I had not. I couldn't finish it. I need he to rewatch so it. Dumb. And then in part three, he's back. Now he's like smart businessman. So he's smarter than part one, and and he's not as you know he's not dumb in part two. In part four, once again, he's smart. And then you know, and then in part five, he's a raging moron. Just a lot of people like hate part, part five. Two. I was not a uh, from the director of the Karate Kid. Who yeah, also did the first Rocky. Now, if you look at the Karate Kid, um, Daniel is more sweet street smart. Mm-hmm. In the first movie. In the second film, he's a little smarter because he's got some knowledge. In Karate Kid 3, he's Rocky Dumb. He is Rocky Dumb. For some reason, I think because of Rocky, whatever Rocky came out at that time, they said and, and made money. It might have been part four. Um, they said, you need to be more like Rocky. You need to be dumb. And they totally dumb him down. Right. So I don't so I don't think Ralph Macchio liked it. I know that the director was was like contracted. The writer hated it because they changed his screenplay. So I don't know some of these I, people may just want to kind of I liked Robin Lively, that. but that was, you know, I I liked Robin Lively. I like I like all the girls that he ever like, She was good, know. but she wasn't a uh I don't know if you were the one who told me this, maybe because you like her, that uh, the reason why they weren't boyfriend and girlfriend was because of Ralph Macchio's marriage. Yeah, that's what I heard. You know, that's yeah, what that I heard. They, yeah, that he couldn't kiss her, which that is... he wasn't allowed to kiss her, wasn't allowed to, there was not allowed to be a relationship. Um, his wife was so like really weird. jealous, I guess, at the time, the beginning sort of thing, and he wasn't allowed to do anything. If you look at, I think she was there when. Uh, he was doing like my cousin Vinny. There was no re- romantic relationship, and the fair him and that, you know, he took a lot, you know, so um, some sort of cold. And then <laughs> no, and then later, I think because in Cobra Kai, uh, he does have a wife. But if you notice, it's not very romantic in Cobra Kai. There's it's no... more like a business marriage, yeah, like, because they got the car dealership and and yeah. So if you notice, it's not really still sort of like that. So maybe his wife still kind of doesn't like him. Like you know, um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of Christian. Uh, I, I don't know if they're if she's Christian or not. Probably not. But um, there's a lot of Christian uh, filmmakers and or actors or whatever who have that thing. Like um, the guy from uh, I know he's in he had, had a part in Suits. He was in Arrow. This guy is uh, blonde hair guy. Um, I forgot his name. God, um, whatever. Anyway, this dude spent a bunch of bunch of movies and TV shows. Like you would know him if you saw him. Um, Neil something McDonoughue, I think is his name, and he was um, he, uh, he's a Christian, so he says he won't do because he's married. He won't do anything where you know he has to have like a romantic relationship with somebody. It's a choice, you know, right? 
Um, if the wife tells you you can't, you know, you shouldn't do that or she doesn't want you doing that, you res I guess he respects his wife's just uh, you know, thing and decide not to do that. Um Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, um I know the exact actor you're talking about. He played Lieutenant Hawk in Star Trek First Contact. Yeah. Yeah, Neil McDonoghue is he's also a really big conservative. Yeah, so, he's a Christian, you know. Yeah, so yeah. he's been kind of blacklisted from Hollywood. Uh, because of his beliefs mm. and people have wanted him to be in their movies or him in his movies, but um, he will say no to like nudity, uh, kissing sex scenes. And they're like, okay, then you're not going to be in the movie. Right. So he does do religious films now and all of that. And I was a big fan of him from uh, like Star Trek first contact on until I kind of heard what he was like. And it's like, then don't be an actor, dude, go, go, go. Well, I mean, you can still or... act in family friendly films that don't have they that just, they, yeah they just do those but yeah that seems to be what he's doing and he seems to yeah. be happy with it so like i look you know he uh, he has his you know i i never once because you know i am a christian but i'm not like a christian christian i don't push my beliefs and 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 it, it people don't know i'm a christian uh unless i i physically say it like here you know, I don't talk about it. Like, it's not my, you know, it's not my, my thing. It's my, it's my personal feelings. It's my personal thing. If you, you're an atheist, you can stay an atheist all you want. You know, I don't give a fuck. You know, it's not my problem. You know, I just know I, I pray to my God every night. You know what I mean? Like, and that's fine with me. Um, I don't, would I do nudity? Uh, I I almost did nudity in a James Balsamo movie, uh, but he told me nobody wanted to see that. So <laughs> he might have know. a point there. He is <laughs> a point. Ooh, no pun intended. Um, but uh, so yeah, no, because I was I was doing bite school, and I, he was like, "Do you mind getting in like your you know like without a shirt and boxers?" I was like. I'm not yeah, at that time. I was like, I'm not doing anything more, you know? And he goes, nobody wants to see that anyway. And I go, <laughs> okay, great. Thanks. But I love thanks, James. Thanks, thanks, I love James. Thanks, He's such thanks. a great guy. Um, but yeah, it's, that's, you know, um, so anyway, I, I just feel like, um, when it comes down to it, if you're, whatever your beliefs are, if his wife says that, and that's her, you know, her ask of him, Right, because I don't know if she demanded it or not, but and she said, "Look, I don't feel comfortable with you kissing somebody else that's not me," you know, and he says, "Okay, I won't," you know, that's his decision, and sure. they had to rewrite it around that, you know, so they, you know, um, but in the first two movies, he's all making out with chicks, and you know, he has that really great kiss scene with um, Allie when they um. You know, uh, and uh, what's what's her name? Um, uh, and uh, I think the the girl from uh, Karate Kid Two. I think they had a kiss scene, so yeah, they, they it wasn't until like part three, which is eighty nine, mm -hmm. that uh, he was he got married and just decided not to do that. And so I think he still continues to not do that, and that's his choice, and uh, I respect it. You know, um, it's just always well, yeah, just weird you, you to me because just... I. I You're was not like, gonna get offered as many parts. You I was know, like, Robin Lively's hot. How could you not kiss her? You know, Shit, I'm because so your wife is on set doing. Yeah, 
uh, I met her brother, uh, Jason Lively, um, and used to drink with him when we were at conventions. I don't drink anymore. He might still, I don't know. But we were hanging out, and I was like, I just want to let you know, man, I love your sister. And then he was like, oh, yeah, she's doing great, blah, blah, blah. You know, right? We talked about, you know, I think he thought I meant Blake. I meant Robin, you know, but I never, like, fully told him that. So, Jason, if you're listening, don't think you are. But if you are, I meant Robin because I, I oh, have the hugest crush on her. With her, with that, and uh, with Karate Kid 3 and, and Teen Witch, oh, just had the hugest crush. Oh, and my uh, one of my favorite movies of all time that nobody ever talks about that is Disney, old Disney, not new Disney, but old Disney is not quite human. Yeah, so, uh, which you don't know about that. Well, it's okay. It's it's fun. It's fun family shit. That was good when I was a kid. Um. So yeah, and Robin Lively was in it. Okay. Uh, with Alan go. Alan Thick was her dad. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, and then, and then we have his son who likes to steal music from other people, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about that, but I know I know who Robin is, but I don't know anything about. Um, about one thing I would like to talk about is the soundtrack. Soundtrack is amazing because um, the you know you're the best around. Did that you notice was... that Ali says that first before they do the do the song? She says, "You're the best, Daniel," <laughs> and then it goes, "You're the best around." And I was like, oh, we got that little, never... that little segue there. But that song was rejected by Stallone for Rocky Three because he went with Eye of the Tiger instead. Well, Eye of the Tiger's the better song. No offense. But, but... can you imagine if Rocky, if you know, he's working out, about to fight Mr. You're T, the best. You're the best around. around. And instead of Eye of the Tiger, would have been a little no. bit different. Or if Daniel he was right to do practicing that. on on the boat and it's Eye of the Tiger and you're ready to fight. <laughs> like if they switched, yeah, it would have yeah. been a weirder kind of thing. I I think the music was meant like the music that got picked was the perfect music for both movies. You well, know? and they used Best Around only once. I, I'm right. surprised that they didn't put it in the end credits or or anything. The listening to the music in this, I'm like, crap! I barely know anybody in this. There's uh, uh Bananarama, but well, Survivor is in here. Oh, Eye of the Tiger is Survivor. Well, yeah, uh, the, a, that's the group that did you're yeah. the best. No, no, no. They did the moment of truth. I thought they no. That's right. They did the moment of truth. You're you're the best. Give is by it Joe all. Espinito. That's right. So I always thought, for some reason, I always thought that was. Uh, but he uh, also had a song in "Staying Alive," which was directed by uh, Stallone. But there's there's a gang of four. Okay, I know them. Shandea, I kind of know. I don't know if that's a band or a person, but I I know the name. It okay. is an American singer. Okay, so it's a person. The flirts, I know, but they sing that song "Bop Bop on the Beach" with Jan and Bop on the Beach, and then yeah, Survivor. So I, I, I maybe know half the people in this. Like Paul Davis. I mean, the no music idea. is great, though. Like whether or not you know who they are, I just, the the songs just worked so well. And I noticed, like, you know, I started noticing how much the songs just sort of like they have the Bop Bop on the Beach and all that stuff, and he's like staring at her, and then. Then they cut, they kind of fade to the night, and it's another song, you know, and everything. And I'm like, damn, they got a lot. They like, 
packed the the you know packed in the music in this one you know like if you watch rocky it it, it barely has any like i don't think rocky one has any maybe uh, has well, any actual is, songs yeah i'm gonna fly now gonna fly gonna that's fly right you're gonna now. fly now so they've got that <laughs> but, but that's also more just like a theme it's not like it like a song song. It's more like a theme. I think Bill Conti in, did that one. Too. Yeah, that's all Bill Conti. And then in Rocky Three, they had a couple songs in there, but the big one was "Eye of the Tiger." Rocky Four was just an MTV soundtrack. I mean, right? It's it's a great soundtrack. It's one of the best soundtracks out well, there. See, that and goes to show you where it all was hip hop, where it was going because 1984, Karate Kid out all those music had all, it was a, like it was a lot big huge sounds right a lot, a lot of sound uh, big soundtrack then rocky uh four was made a year came out a year after 1985 and then all of a sudden you know they have a lot more songs so at that time 84 and 85 was when music was really starting to like you know song rock songs um back to the future i had the um uh had that you know, and it and everything. So well, and, and the one thing that Stallone was consistent with, which I found funny when I rewatched all of them, and then Donald and I did our, our Rocky Creed, a Rocky uh uh yeah, Creed video, um, is his Stallone's brother Frank from the Frank first Stallone. film on I guess always wanted to be a singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. So the song that he sings in the first Rocky is repeated throughout. So I guess he could get a check throughout all the movies, but it's done differently. So I think like one and two, it's Frank three. I think it's somebody else. I think it's like a, like a female that sings it. And then four, I think somebody else sings it. And then five it's rap. It's like kind of like an R and B rap version. (laughs) And, and, and the soundtrack to part five is just God awful. It's Mm -hmm. so bad because it's just Stallone was so trying to be hip. Yeah. So this one, that was the nice. Part, yeah, I mean, well, the the first rock, the first Karate Kid has a great soundtrack. Part two, I think, only has the one song. Yeah, the from, very famous song, but the the glory of love. Yeah, from uh, what's his face, Peter Peter Satara, uh, Satara, yeah, from Chicago. Yeah, where he went solo. Which one of my friends told me that he was gonna whenever he got married, and that was the song he was gonna put in his you know on his wedding day, you know, or whatever on uh. Uh, for the reception, I guess you know. Um, I think that's sweet. I like that song. I like, but I heard a uh, the, my favorite version of it, other than Peter Cetera's version, is from Newfound Glory. They did a they did a great job doing a uh, cover of um of of that. They did a whole CD where they had all the they did like that thing you do, and then what was that big song uh, that Aerosmith did for? Uh, uh armageddon oh, probably armageddon yeah what, what was that one for armageddon like missing you or something yeah something oh, like that they be missing yeah something yeah. like that so they did those uh they did all like the soundtrack top soundtrack songs or whatever for a whole album and i was like ah because i loved every single one of those songs so hearing a punk version of it was fun Especially that, sounds, that thing you good. do, because that song is not meant to be punk. <laughs> and just just hearing about that thing you do, dropping my heart into a million pieces. You know, like it just does not sound like the, the original version, you know. So it's so it's more fun, you know. 
Um, sorry, people got a, got a little bit of my karaoke, which sucks. Um, I am not a singer, by the way. Just not. Apparently. Yep, I know that. Um, um, I want to see Karate Kid 3 soundtrack because... Because I think they had a pretty good soundtrack, didn't they? Maybe um, not. I had to... So I own a box set of all the soundtracks because some of them are not available um, by themselves. They were just included. Even Wikipedia doesn't even tell you the soundtrack. Um, uh, let's see mm. here. Because I don't think... Okay, all music, Karate Kid 3. I think it just has songs from like people you don't even know. Like nothing uh, Little was... River Band. Uh, Summer in the City by the Pointer Sisters. I've heard of them. Okay. I don't know them. Yeah, Little River Band. I think... Moon by Yeah, Little uh, Michael... River Band. That's the that's the main song. Um, um Boys Club with This Could Take All Night. Okay, Money Winger. Talks in a Trance. Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, for 48 hours. And then uh yeah, Bill Conti. Winger for out of the count. This is not a good soundtrack. Yeah. I own it, but I because uh but you don't listen to, to it much. No, it's just part of the collection. Yeah. That I have. And and so it's there, but they when they did the box set, they it's all the Bill Conti stuff. Right. Which is which I really like because it's from all four films. But there is no and there is a like a various artist soundtrack for one and two. Right. But there is not one for part three. So I found a bootleg that of somebody who went through and put all the songs on there and made their own soundtrack. Wow. Okay. So I downloaded that. So I have them all. But uh yeah, I guess they 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 just went, yeah, this isn't this isn't uh, gonna sell. <laughs> I bet if you went to YouTube, you could find the uh, his, the soundtracks like the on on YouTube, like oh yeah, I think all that's, of them. I like think that's the, where I might have found them. Is that it's either in one long thing or they're separated. Yeah, but somebody created the, the playlist soundtrack. of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and stuff, and it's from other people's videos of them or something. Probably like they didn't they didn't put them all out. They probably no, found, they just put it all together. You know, put them all together, which I like. Uh, I like to go to YouTube and find that stuff. And like, especially if I'm like mowing the lawn or something, you know, and I just want like uplifting music or something, you know, if I want, you're the best around. Well, I'm, you know, <laughs> I was thinking that's the song that you, that you listen to while you're mowing a lawn. <laughs> I'm just not a guy who mows the lawn. I'm the best around. I'm the best mower. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it motivates you to start running. It motivates you like these it's survivor and, that other band, the the guy that sings that, you Joe know, Espinito. Espinito, like yeah, fucking awesome. Like back then, um, there was there was a lot of big like bands at that point that did those sort of uh, montage. You gotta have a montage. This movie had a couple montages, I believe, but I know one. My favorite one is the one where he's just he's finally doing it all himself. You know, he doesn't have Miyagi around. So he's doing the practicing and everything. And then he's on the boat himself doing everything. He's, he's, he's doing the crane kick. Bit, you know. Yeah, he's he's about, you know, they're they're getting close to the uh, end of the movies. So they're, he's finally 
you know, become the karate kid. Well, yeah, because because he also kind of, you know, he gets really put down when, you know, Miyagi's like hit me and he's got kind of like the umpire stuff on. And then he starts doing like the the dance when Daniel's dancing around him. He's like, how about this? How about this? How about this? And Miss Miyagi just like tears him down. He's she, like, dude, what is wrong with you? You know, the the tournament's in like a couple weeks. It's right around the corner. And then that's when Miyagi has his, you know, gets drunk and talks about his wife. And then I think Daniel finally realizes like, well, shit, yeah, I got to. I might be seven, sixteen, seventeen, but I I gotta grow up at some point. You know, so funny. In the first, like you know, after he's fought uh, Johnny and lost the first time, he gets butt kicked, and then you know uh, Elizabeth Shue's trying to you know comfort him, and he's like, "Go away, get leave me alone." Like a child, like a yeah. child. I'm like, dude, the chick's trying to comfort you. Be like, I'm hurt. A really hot chick more. is trying to hide. Yeah, me, who's a cheerleader? Me. <laughs> By the way, I love her brother Andrew Shue. He's in uh like the the Melrose Place and everything. He's, oh yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. him on that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, if you watch it later, um, they do the the soccer game, you know, whatever, where he kind of gets. Uh, he gets tackled or whatever, and then he starts beating the guy up. Before then, as he walks out, one of the guys goes, "Hey, look, it's the Karate Kid." You know, yeah. He's guessing a- that's where the fucking uh, where where Robert Mark Kamen came up with the title is. He threw that line in there, and he was looking for a title for this movie, and was like, "The Karate Kid." All right, let's keep that. You know, as let's put that as the title. Or do you think he already had the title? And he, I think he already had the title, and it's just a joke. And then he yeah, just threw just, that yeah. line in there just to to seal it in there? Yeah, yeah. You know, because otherwise, nobody else ever calls him the Karate Kid. Never, never in any of the other Karate Kid movies, he's never called the Karate Kid, you know? I don't think in Cobra Kai, he's known as the Karate Kid. So they should in Cobra Kai, at one point, somebody on the street should go, hey, it's Cobra Kai. <laughs> hey, it's Cobra Well, no, don't they? They probably do at some point. At like, some point, they somebody probably calls him the yeah, Cobra Kai. Yeah, Cobra Kai. Like they throw something at him, like in one of the scenes where he's all bummed out because he gets bummed out a lot. Like they throw a shake at him, the Cobra Kai guy. They always say like Cobra Kai never die, and stuff. And I'm like, wasn't that Goonies? The Goonies never say die, yeah, or whatever. So why did they? Why, when did that become a thing? Because in the first movie, Cobra Kai, they never said they never die. They say no mercy. They say, uh, which the funniest thing, I wanted to bring this up on Facebook, but I just didn't want to, people to go, oh, it's just a fucking movie. I'm like, of course it's just a movie. But Or the this, one guy that always calls you a geek. <laughs> a nerd. Geek. That's, that's, nerd. A, that's a Vincent. <laughs> that's Vincent Pereira. And he's allowed to. Um, it, it is funny because that's all he writes. Is oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be like, I'm having the greatest day in the world. He's like, all I heard was the, I'm having the nerdiest day in the nerd world. And, you know, <laughs> right? yeah, it's hilarious. It's so funny. And everybody catches it. So it's like, you know, I just lean in with it. I just let him do it. And then on text, we'll text each other nerd, you know, or geek, <laughs> dork, whatever. Um, so anyway, um, in uh, the thing he says, you know, um, in the movie, uh, he he kind of has that. I just lost my train of thought because we got off on that tangent. Uh, what were we just talking about? We we're talking about um, uh, Daniel, um, right? Uh, fuck. Um, 
Oh. Daniel uh, Cobra Kai with Johnny. Does, he, does anybody call him Cobra Kai? We're talking about no. that. But this, this... That wasn't it. Fuck. Oh my god. Well, while a... you while you think, I'll I'll pose this question to you. Would you rather have a Rocky Creed marathon or a Karate Kid Cobra Kai marathon? Oh, Karate Kid, no doubt. I. It's weird. I didn't grow up on Rocky. Like I didn't. Like I. I I found that when I was a kid, Rocky was boring to me. You know, um, it's just it was the first movie was a drama. You know, it wasn't the movie that the series that it became. You know, the first movie is a drama. And just like First Blood is Mm. a drama that just happens to have some action in it or whatever throughout it. But it's a drama about a dude with PTSD. That movie would would bore me to tears as a kid because I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Don't give a fuck, you know, and stuff. So as a kid, I grew up on the credit kid because he was a kid. I could relate to him, you know, the same, you know, a I'm 30 year old kid, but 22. But, you know, oh, was 20, he 22 at the he time? was 22 when he actually did that. <laughs> Nobody believed him um, on the set. But um yeah, no, I'd rather have a Karate Kid uh, thing. I'm trying to remember what I brought something. And I thought, uh, I thought in the Outsiders when uh, Ralph Macho was in that, I thought he was at least forty. Wasn't <laughs> he? Was not. But he now, you know, like he looks so young anyway. You know, whatever. But he was he was older. Do than, it for Johnny. He was older than. Got to do it for Daniel. Sixteen, seventeen. You know, which he was supposed to portray. Um, but most people are like it's very random and seldom that uh, that they aren't. Um, yeah, goddamn! I had a, I had a thing I was going to bring up. I should have wrote it wrote it down. Um, it was from the, in the Karate Kid. There were things that I was just like, this this wouldn't be real. This isn't realistic at all because of certain things. Um, well, they never do homework. It's true. They never do homework. Yeah, you never see you never see Daniel actually you only see him doing stuff in like the karate stuff, right? So you don't see him doing home well, no. You see him you see him doing something when no, he's doing the karate. He's doing the karate that he's practicing when Mr. Miyagi comes to visit him. Yeah, yeah, he's doing but it from the never, book. Yeah, from the book, but he's never doing like homework from <clears throat> anything. But yeah, you never mom, really see them in class or anything. It, you do, you do a little bit. Well, but you PE. Or you see him running out of the class to go stalk. Yeah, but you don't see him like, you know, in history class or biology class or, or and, and normally in something like this, like if they're in like a history class, the teacher will be teaching something that something a historical resembles. Yeah, like historical that would resemble what our hero is going through. Well, yeah, but that's bullshit, and I hate when they do that. And so I'm glad that they didn't have that any of that bullshit in here. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I just felt like some of the stuff that was was in here was definitely wasn't realistic. Um, uh, like, well, I mean, I I absolutely love that Mr. Miyagi jumped the students, but like, how did he know he was out there? Like, did Mr. Because- Miyagi follow him? No, behind the fence is his little house thing, like the, the like the little maintenance guy place. Is it? Yeah. How how do we know that? Do we know that? 
Because you can see like, it. Yeah, it, it, it's right there. It's right. There's like a dumpster. So and then there, it, there's his. So place. the apartment, the apartment complex, because it was on the apartment complex. He ran right? from the high school all the way to the apartment complex. So the apartment complex is right next to the high school. I guess that makes sense because doesn't he like ride his bike or something, you know, at one point or whatever to the school? Yeah, and he takes like the back roads because there's yeah. like construction going on. So maybe that's why he's at that school because he's like right next to it. Yeah. Which means he shouldn't live in a shitty area because yeah. if Allie and Johnny go to that school, <laughs> yeah. this doesn't make that's... sense. It doesn't. Yeah. But. I, I I I don't I don't care how good Mr. Miyagi is. I I don't think that he could take those those kids on. I well, think especially that, the that way he, he did it, just yet. being like really fake, like you know, and everything. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's nice. It shows us that he's like you mentioned Yoda. It shows that he's like Yoda. It doesn't matter how big you are or tall or whatever. He can, he can still, still take kick you. their asses. Well, also. There's that seat. Okay, so he jumps in. This wasn't what I was going to talk about before, but this is something that bothered me when I watched it. Uh, he jumps in, and the guys just stand there and wait for him to just kick everybody, you know. And then they take turns, and I'm like, and a real, and I've discussed this, I think, <laughs> on my no retreat, no surrender, um, uh, interview before. But in real life, people don't wait for a fight. You know, if somebody is it, it's a attacking, they're all gonna. It is, but it's annoying. But, but I it's think that's real. also a martial arts thing where you you always have all the ninjas circling the guy in the middle, but only one ninja goes at a time. Mm -hmm. Like he gets punched out, then the second guy comes in, then he gets punched out, then you know, it's none of them always. They never go in all at once. It's like um, Sam Raimi's Spider Man Two. A friend of mine said, why didn't the Green Hornet take off Spider-Man's mask? Like when he was unconscious. Right. And I said, because it's respect of the mask. You don't you don't do that. You just you you have to leave it on. I remembered what I was going to say. So okay, and okay. this goes this kind of goes with this. Um, but uh, in in the um, the karate dojo, you hear Kreese say uh you know we don't train to be merciful here mercy is for the weak you know and man in streets you know competition he is the enemy whatever right and at one point in late earlier i think when he when uh when daniel's there he says you know what is the way we we fight right and they go the way of defense sir right he goes and what is that way and he goes strike first strike hard no mercy sir I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That would be the way of offense. Strike first is offense, not defense. How are you defending yourself if you're punching somebody in the face? Defense would be blocking or running away. That's the art of defense, you know, the way of defense. So I'm like, why do they say the way of defense? You know, does that just go to show how messed up the school is, Cobra Kai is, that they don't understand what even defense means <laughs> maybe because i'm guessing crease wants them to punch first while mr miyagi is saying you know defend yourself defend he, yourself the first thing he teaches him is how to block not how to punch remember ralph machio wanted to learn how to punch and how to lick kick and basically he's telling him you know you need to learn how to defend yourself first you know which at one point, he learns. They asked him how you know. Can he learn how to do the crane kick? And he said, "Must learn. One must learn how to uh, 
balance, I think it's said. You're something before you can learn to fly, you know, or whatever. Walk before you can learn to fly, something like that. And I was I was like, that's true. Like he's teaching him the fundamental things he needs to learn to be better. And this is why at the end of the movie he wins, you know, as opposed to the bad guys who cheat. They do whatever they can to win, which I mean, if if Johnny had won because his leg was broken and he couldn't, you know, he couldn't compete at the end, right? He couldn't have that final battle. Um, would Johnny have really felt okay with that? Probably. But I mean, normal person wouldn't, right? They'd be like, I, I, I don't know about that because to... it, it's he's following Crease, but at the same time, if he just won by default, how is that? You're not really you are winning, but you're not winning. Yeah, you're winning because Win, you, which is what Miyagi says to Daniel, which is you don't have to go back out there. You already proved yourself. Yeah, which could have been the Rocky ending. Yeah, if Daniel just went, yeah, you know, you're right. Let's let's go get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, he defended himself. He kicked everybody's ass, and, and Johnny cheated. I'm sorry, but that would have been the best ending ever. I was love that ending. He just looks at him and he goes, uh, he's like, you know, you're right, Mr. Miyagi. Let's go get a pizza. Let's go get a and pizza. And then they go out and get a pizza. And then and then you zoom on uh, Pat Morita just smiling eating a slice of pizza freezes we don't even need that we just need him smiling leaving you know the the thing because he's gonna go get pizza because he's hungry the movie was already two hours and five minutes long they i mean you know they could have trimmed it right there and it would have been fine (laughs) um but no i mean the end the whole point was that he had learned all of these these things he needed to know as opposed to if you watch the um sensei crisis stuff all the stuff in uh, in at the Cobra Kai dojo is all punching and you know kicking and stuff like barely any like blocking you know or anything you know right because all because their style is strike first right? right their style is you know strike first strike hard no mercy so we don't we we you know and um, Mr Miyagi has that great line of there's no such thing as a bad student only a bad teacher. Which you might be able to disagree with in some cases, but in this case, no, you're, he's absolutely right. The teacher is teaching them this stuff, and they are learning from him. In Cobra Kai, you tend to learn that Crease um, became sort of the father figure to Johnny because he had a really shitty father who didn't care about him. And yeah, like, like uh, Ed Asner is the uh, yeah the step. <laughs> I love seeing Ed Asner in that. But uh, yeah, it, it's great because it that sort of gave you a little bit more backstory to Johnny, which we never really got because all we see him is him <laughs> fighting uh, him, uh, treating Daniel like crap, treating you know, um, tra- treating um, Elizabeth Shue like crap, Allie with an eye like crap, you know, everybody, you know, and then at the end. He says, "You, you're the, you know, you won, Daniel. Great." And I was like, now I'm like thinking about it, going, "Why did he do that? Why did he turn like that at the end?" Well, because they they mentioned in the documentary, they well, there, there's two things that they mentioned that I thought were interesting. Is 
where the on Halloween where they're beating up Daniel. Mm. And I think it's Bobby. I think it's the same guy who goes up at the tournament and goes, I'm sorry, Daniel. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I think he was the more sympathetic guy. But um, is the writer says when Johnny was going to kick Daniel for the final time, that he was going to kill him. That he's going off of what Chris has taught them, you know, and that if he if Johnny did get that kick in, that Daniel would have been dead. And that Johnny would have had no problem with that. But at the very end, when Kreese says, you know, to him, sweep like, the leg. you know, sweep the leg, is you do get that shot of Johnny's face. And he's just looking in his eyes, kind of looking back and forth, like, who is this guy? Like, what have I gotten myself into? But like, he still God, this comes out there like he's going to do, you know, like, and he does still sweep I, the leg. I think it's the, a little I bit. think it's confusion in everything. Um, and then he, like he doesn't, doesn't sweep know it too hard. To he just knocks him down a little bit from the leg and everything. Yeah. So I think that's why he hands him, which is like the Rocky stuff is except Apollo, for I think one or which two movies. Pisses they, me off because Apollo at the uh, at the end of Rocky one is like, Rocky, you did, you know, you did a, a, a you know, you did a great job, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like he actually it's nice to him. The end of Rocky two or in the beginning of or in Rocky two, he's like, man, you suck. I'm going to fight you again. It's like, he never, he like lost that character that he it's built. Because I don't, I don't think that they were planning on a franchise. And at the end of Rocky, um, both of them say there will be no rematch. Right. They say that like five times. Even each. in Rocky two, he said, there'll be no rematch. At the very and then beginning as they're going the to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. There will be no rematch, but then they have to make Apollo all evil to get that rematch. Which is just and, stupid. And then, I hated that crap. Because you you see at the end, you know, with, with Karate Kid, with Johnny saying, you know, here, man, like, you deserve this. You're awesome. Then that ending that then was on Karate Kid 2, where Kreese is just, like, beating him up. Or, yeah, breaks his tr- second place trophy or whatever. Yeah. And, so, like, you know. Johnny might be a little soft at that point. You know, like, Kreese thinks he's soft because he did that. And then later on, of course, this is and this has cracked me up with with this entire movies and series is this shit doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Terminants don't matter. It it just they don't matter. None of this stuff matters. This is not important. And to make this their entire existence to me is hilarious. That yeah. you know, with Daniel, with the with the and Cobra Kai, he's got like the trophy yeah, he's got the inside his tree. yeah, he's got all this stuff, you know, in his advertisements <laughs> of the or the or, it's or all the bonsai tree. He won yeah, one, and, no, and two then, tournaments, two tournaments, because yeah. he won the other one against uh the Mike Barnes guy in part yeah, three. Yeah, so and he's won two tournaments. Reason, everybody in the valley knows who he is. Yeah. Like, like, like he really is the best around. And the funniest and thing is Johnny, Cobra, in Cobra Kai, he does the wax on, wax off thing as like a joke in the uh, to wax off your prices or whatever and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, wait, how does anybody, anybody even, yeah, no, or the bonsai tree? Like nobody knows what any of this stuff is. People would have to have to know who Mr. Miyagi is. People would have to know, like if there was a documentary on him, that it, it, it's, it's, and then the same thing with Johnny is like, He's now this loser who's a drunk who, you know, lives in squalor all because, because he, lost he one, didn't win. One tournament, you know, which I guarantee you, he's still stuck with Crease after that, you know, for a little bit longer. You know, Probably. even though Crease almost 
attacked him or whatever, you know. Because you know his stuff. dad's not gonna do anything. His dad's gonna right. like, don't be a pussy. Yeah. So you know, he, yeah. it's from what we saw with, with Cobra Kai with the flashbacks. And it's so it's it cracks me up when I see so that's something that I would like to actually talk to the writers about is is this something that you guys think is truly important? Like like everybody thinks about this stuff, or is this kind of a joke? That yeah, their entire like, existence is based off of this like one match. Because that one match, all of a sudden the Cobra Kai dojo disappears and everything, and like nobody nobody trusts Crease or something. And so all of a sudden it still came in you second. Know, yeah. And and all of their guys did a <laughs> badass job. Like it's just it just came down to to Ralph and and I'm glad it came down to Ralph because then what it would have been Johnny and another Cobra Kai guy finding each other and Johnny would have won and then yeah it, yeah like, <laughs> it's like you know yeah yeah because they, they they that's in the documentary as they point out that he's the only person that that's yeah. part of you know the Miyagi dojo that, that right. that's it yeah what if he did what if he lost that's why I don't sort of I sort of love that like I sort of love that he was the only one because we got more focus on him and and it wasn't about like in in Cobra Kai, there's like ten people in the fucking thing that you're focusing on, and they're both right. Cobra Kai and they're both Miyagi Do. So they're like, oh my god, there's like ten people, and I don't know who I'm really rooting for to win, you know? Right? This you're like fucking Ralph from Machio better fucking win, and he does, you know? And um, but he fights, you know? But you see all the bad guys fighting you know um fighting those people like those dudes doing those crazy flips and shit i'm like that's not fucking karate that's fucking like judo or some shit or taekwondo but it's not fucking karate you don't see people doing like flips like that and shit no if if i did flips like that in my karate studio my sensei would have laughed at me and probably told me to get the fuck out <laughs> you know i mean I'm guessing, yeah. I mean, it's got to be just kind of like more Hollywood type karate because the the referee is the guy who did all of the karate stuff with them. So right. he's like an actual karate person. So is the writer. I love that guy. Like I loved him in the movie because, uh, you know, he, it looked like he was. He looked like a real referee that you would have saw there. You know? Yeah. So you would think he would probably say nah, but maybe because it's a movie. You know, Peter Benchley told Spielberg, nobody's going to believe that a shark is going to jump on the back of a boat. <laughs> and Spielberg said, I got two hours to make them believe it. And he did. There you go. So, I mean, I guess maybe the it's like, yeah, that maybe they wouldn't do that type of flip or something, but it's Hollywood. So we're going to. It's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Plus, I yeah, I don't believe that uh, there'd be that many people watching the tournament. Because once again, who cares? The place would um, probably be like a quarter full. Yeah, I I, maybe. I, but I, I really. I, I mean, actually it, been to one of the tournaments. I've been to an AAU tournament for karate, and they're they actually do get pretty full, you know. But usually it's like family and friends and everybody who's really rooting for. I actually got a. I'm correct. I got a couple gold medals from there too. I just really don't know where you. they are, you know. I got a gold medal and a, a couple gold medals and a bronze. You know, did pretty well for myself for my first uh, first year there. And I think that was the only year I did it because my so my this this goes to Karate Kid, but also goes to my life. When I was growing up and I knew about the tournament because of it, I had asked my sensei, uh, my original sensei, like, do we do tournaments and stuff? And he said, no, we don't do tournaments like at this school. You know, we don't find them, whatever. 
Then I got another teacher, sensei, who took over. When my sensei went to go work as a chef slash sensei at another, like in another city and state or something, he was, he had his own, uh, he actually owned his own, uh, like restaurant slash um, dojo. This dojo was above the restaurant. And my dad said, you should call it, um, uh, you should call it Kung Food. And <laughs> my dad told him that. And then he he kind of laughed, he chuckled and he goes, and then so my dad and I were talking about that afterwards and we said the uh, mascot could be the Taekwondo boy. You know, oh, <laughs> there was some cheesy, you know, they, they would sell judo chop salad. Um, there. That sounds you know. right. Yeah, that's yeah. well, that's that sounds like a theme, uh, restaurant. But anyway, point is, he went to do that, and I had a new instructor, new sensei who came in, and that new sensei was like, "We're gonna do tournaments. We're gonna do a tournament." You know, so we did. Uh, I think at least one. I don't know if he did more later or not, but I did that one tournament, and I had so much fun. I really enjoyed it and everything, and. Uh, you you basically you don't just do it's not just kumite which is what they did you know right where it's just fighting each other it's uh it was katas and um i think they show that more in cobra kai I, if i'm correct they did katas and some other stuff in the tournament there it wasn't just people fighting each other but that's that was a big thing you know so you had to show your form when you're doing your katas you know um and which is funny because everybody is from different karate studios, you know, companies and stuff, uh, styles. So I don't know if they just judge you on you doing like the form, you know, and that's it. Because they don't know. Like I could mess up and they might be like, oh, I don't. Okay, that happened. You know, like they wouldn't know that that was a mess up, you know, because they're just making sure you had the right form. Yeah. So anyway. That's how the tournaments are really, really done. And yeah, they are. There are a lot of people, but it's usually family, friends, and people, just spectators who want to come check out uh, karate. You know, thing. and AAU is a little bigger. You know, so I not this all valley championship. You know, thing which was just fake for the movie. You know, um, or the franchise. Right. And explored more in Cobra Kai, which I thought, if you you know, was excellent because if you're going to do a uh, TV series, that's one cool thing to explore is like, how do these things get organized and can they ban people and shit like that. So I like that, um, you know, they banned Cobra Kai at one point or whatever because of because of uh, fucking Terry Silver and his shit in part three and Mark Barnes, you know, like all that right. stuff, illegal shit. And so uh, I, I love that. I thought that was cool, and I loved I loved everything in this movie because it just starts it all off, you know. So I think that's about it. Like we really, I, I yeah. did not. I expected well, this me, to be an hour, and it was a lot. No, longer. it is much longer than that. Uh, <laughs> so let me do my money thing that you know I like to do. So yes. uh, the first movie, um, which we did say was um, you know 1984. My God, the budget was only eight million dollars. Eight million dollars in nineteen eighty four is probably like twenty million today. I'd imagine yeah. something like that, maybe fifteen yeah. million more. You know, but even some, back then, more than eight million. That kind of shows they had no faith, and uh, but it made uh, one hundred and thirty point eight million. 
Well, that's why they got a franchise out of it, you know? Yeah. Because the move, the first movie did so well. And as you said, it seemed to be word of mouth. You know, nobody knew what Karate Kid was. Then all of a sudden it was everywhere. Um, I remember having it on Betamax and just watching it over and over and over again, probably in the same day. I don't know if you've ever done that, but I've watched movies. Like, I was like, that's so good. I want to watch it again. And I would watch it again. I've done it once or twice. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. So I grew up doing that. Now I can't do that because I have to watch a movie and then watch another movie and then watch another movie. And I review these things. I don't have any time to just like enjoy just watching movies or something, you know? Um, well, but... and I, and I, I want to add this in before we go. So the remake, which we said was 2010. So Jackie Chan is Mr. Han. And then Jaden uh, is Dre. Um mm-hmm. And it does say uses ancient Chinese medicine methods. So what? yeah, coming up Kung Fu tournament. So this is Chinese. This is the, they just use Karate Kid in the title. It was Kung it's Fu. all Chinese. It was Kung Fu. It was, and yeah, it's, but... I think they even say Kung Fu in the movie from what I ever understood. So, you know. Oh God, there's a longer, oh my God. So we got a 140 minute version. That's way too long. But there's a Hong Kong China cut that's only that's 132. Of the so it's actually cut for international audiences, but its budget, damn it, 40 million, and it made 359.1 million. Yep. Fuckers. Made more than the original. I mean, Fuckers. and that's why but it was so like hated by everybody. That they couldn't make a sequel out of that, you know, because you would think like they would have made a sequel if it if it did that well. But the problem is if a movie is so universally hated, um, they don't like I guarantee you, I have this feeling, even though they paid for whatever, there's not gonna be another exorcist believer too. You know, they're not gonna continue with that. They're just gonna do something else with it or something if they feel like it. But the movies are when the movies are universally hated. They do not want to, even though the movie might make, you know, billions of dollars. If the movie, if people don't like it or aren't happy with it, they understand nobody wants to see a sequel, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if it would have been any different if it wasn't Jaden Smith. Um, I did watch like a, a, like a documentary on him on YouTube. And I kind of feel sorry for the guy in a way, because I- it just really sounds like, you know, Will and Jada just screwed him up, just really messed him up. And I think and Jada, so, especially, I mean, didn't she sleep with his like best friend and shit? Yeah. You know, yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, and they gave, they don't punish. So if he wanted to rob a liquor store, he could go do it and, and they wouldn't do anything. I mean, that, that was the big thing is that they just let him do anything he wanted. So that's why they bought him this movie for his birthday. They bought from what I understand is he said, dad, I want to do a karate kid movie and they purchased the rights to it for his birthday. And that's why they're producers. Well, I mean, one thing I am happy about is that they purchased the rights, which meant that it got made because karate kid three, I think, and karate and the next karate kid did not well enough for them to just say, you know, let's make another one, you know? Um, so I, I don't know what the, what's the, uh, what was the budget slash, uh, thing for, uh, next karate kid. Cause that's the one that really matters because that was the one that, you know, all of a sudden that one didn't do well enough. I don't think, I think that was a bomb 
if I'm correct. Uh, yeah, it, let's it didn't see. do well at all. Yeah, it was, I, budget I remember was, laughing budget at it. Was twelve million. The gross was fifteen, which is not even double no, the, the amount. That, so, that's, yeah, that's a bomb. It did not do well, so they said we're done with Karate Kid. Like nobody wants to see a Karate. Nobody wanted to see somebody that they didn't. Here's what people don't understand about sequels: you can't make not many sequels are good without the original cast members. You know, this is why Scream, whatever, you know, is going to have its problems and stuff is because if you unless you do a remake of and reboot, you know, and have a completely different cast, you are going to have a bad, you know, bad rep because you have to bring back Nev. You have to bring back. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, you, you, you've got to bring back something. I mean, compare Ghostbusters 2016 to. They had you the know, original afterlife. cast, but as different characters. They weren't Peter right. Oh, no, but what I mean is, remember in, 2000, in Ghostbusters 2016, it had the original Ghostbusters in it, just not as the Ghostbusters. Just what I'm they saying. They had them, but they weren't. But they were so poorly utilized, that, you know, to the point of them wanting to sue, the studio wanting to sue Bill Murray, uh, um, which is why he was forced to do it, why he's sitting in I a chair. I think you told me that before. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, just, uh, yeah. Um, but then in, you know, in Afterlife, they're actual Ghostbusters and the film did really well. So I think it's how you utilize. And they're in the next one. The too. characters. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's how you utilize the characters. Karate Kid 1 had Ralph Macchio back, Pat Morita back uh, in part two, like part two. And then I think the mom wasn't back or whatever but it was fine we had the first two guys and we had the scene with the uh with uh with crease and everything that's so we... the funniest stuff in part two yeah well since ali dumped me oh yeah my mom moved back to new jersey <laughs> yeah so yeah, he's no, like i have to explain why do we're not gonna ask. see any of these people in the sequel you know and then all of a sudden they go to new uh Tokyo, or they go to okinawa anyway you know and uh, I love how Ali said, like, you remind him of a uncle he had in Tokyo. And I'm like, he's Okinawan, but she doesn't know that, I guess. So it's OK for <laughs> her to just come up with the first Japanese place she can think of, <laughs> you know, um, I, you know, I, I'm surprised uh, Pat Morita just didn't look at her like. You know, or whatever. But I did love that scene because she said, you know, he doesn't speak English, right? And he's saying all these lines. Then he says, thank you. He goes, you're welcome. He walks away. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And she probably was, yeah, just naming off some some place that. Yeah, because her character didn't know. Uh, this is like the first time meeting Miyagi. I think like she had never met him before. Like, and then she was like his, supposed to be his assistant or whatever. And she didn't even, she, he, he's talked about Miyagi, Miyagi, or, and he's talked about Ali, I'm sure. Right. That's it. They never oh, yeah, met he, each other. He just other. talked to her about her. Yeah. 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 They talk about she each other. Completely disappears from the movie when he's training. Yeah. He, she disappears and then, uh, and then reappears when the, when he, after, he uh after he gets the license and then he he knows exactly where she is stalking stalking weird, he knows exactly weird. where she is later when she's at the i guess at the pier or whatever which she's playing uh you know playing games or whatever so he like, tracked her with a, a 1984 version of gps 
I don't know. They maybe had, they had like a pigeon follower or something. Maybe she had one of those big ass cell phones, you know, the ones that uh, Saved by the Bell. I always say, it, but it's like the brick, the giant you know? ones. Yeah, yeah, the, the giant long ones. antenna. Yeah, the long antenna, and then he tracked her through the through that. Maybe you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, whatever. She uh, she was not there, so he, uh, Mr. Miyagi, didn't know her, and so they were kind of. That was interesting that that was their first scenes is like them working together, like helping Daniel be the best around. Around. Nothing's ever going to keep us down. We're the best around. And that's what this podcast is, even though this was way longer than planned. um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I I don't think the second one, when I do this with Joe Turk, uh, Joe Turk wants to do the second movie. I think he has like a, a... of kinship for it. Also, the reason he's he didn't do the first with me is because he already already did the first for Film Freaks, and Paul did not want to be on that. Paul does not like this series of stuff. So Paul's crazy. Paul just uh, it's got kids, okay. And the only kids he apparently likes is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And I'm like, okay, that was like two years earlier than this movie, so I don't I, I don't get any. Oh, uh, he does like Back to the Future, which has kids. I don't know. Well, adults playing kids, I guess. Every every movie usually has adults playing kids. Well, fuck, look at Porky's. They yeah. they literally were like thirty playing sixteen year olds. Yep, and I think, I think they're like always... almost fifty by the third movie. Yep. Well, everybody, hope you guys enjoyed this. Join me next month for a brand new episode where Joe and I we haven't recorded it, so I hope it gets recorded before then but we'll see uh record an episode where we're going to be talking about karate kid 2 where they go to okinawa and crazy shit happens and that's how i'm going to describe it they meet up with uh uh oh god what's his name chance patience what's the what's the villain's name oh god what's the chance chosen chosen that's right he was love chosen. chosen he's so good in cobra kai Oh uh, yeah! Oh, he, oh man, he be him, him and uh, and and Ralph Macchio kind of teaming up <laughs> to fight the fight the uh, what was his name uh, Mike Barnes or whatever. Just so funny. <laughs> oh love, man! By the love. way, I interviewed the guy who played Mike Barnes, and um, when I interviewed him, it was before he came to be in and the cobra kai so you could not tell me he was in this movie this show but i had like a sinking suspicion when he was talking about karate kid stuff that he was he, he came back already. i knew before they did it because he was doing some interviews i'm yeah. like why is he now doing interviews yeah. oh he's in the next season That's yeah why. yeah they have to get him like some pre like recognition i guess let people know yeah. oh this guy's still around which it's great because I love him. I've I've loved him, and uh, he's. I mean, I I had you know did some background stuff, and I watched some some of the stuff. But he actually has a um a uh, series that he's put out um that's on Amazon. It's really good. Um, uh, he he uh, it's a soap opera thing, and he's re- he was really big on soap opera. So my mom like knew who he was, you know, like very well. You know, which is so funny to me. <laughs> like when when my mom's like, "Oh, I like that guy. I like Bruce Campbell. He's on that show." You know, <laughs> and I'm like, "I know him from Evil Dead." I like you... that Bruce Campbell. I yeah. like the Bruce Campbell. Then the Bruce Campbell <laughs> from Burn Notice. 
you know, right? Like, oh, that's she, a good she thinks I'm, she keeps thinking I met him and I've never met him yet. I've seen him at a couple conventions, but I met Sam Raimi and Ted Raimi, but did not get to meet Bruce yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, if I ever do, that's great. If I, if I don't, I mean, you know, it's just life. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, not that hard to meet the like guy that. if you just have the budget and can have him in your movie. There you go. That's all you gotta do. <sighs> yeah. If you had the budgets, like millions and millions of dollar budget, because I don't think he caused, I don't think he'll be in a movie for like 20 grand, you know? No, he's been in some pretty low budget stuff like that zombie retail movie he made. That's true, that I, don't I don't think, think I still think that's like yeah. at least a couple million, you know. They had, to, they had to rent out, but if a, that's their budget, you know, a couple yeah. million, which means right? Then he's a little cheaper than that, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, it's still uh, like I can't make I haven't made a movie for a, mil- a million he, I, yet. So. I mean, he could be one of those guys where you hire him for two or three days and that's it, you, you know, you just sprinkle him throughout the whole movie. Yeah, so. still got to pay his uh rate, but stay on target. We're about to leave, so that's it. That's it, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Join us next month. Until then, bye, everybody. Thank you, John. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.